This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today's Thursday, September 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Philadelphia police officer was convicted Wednesday of voluntary manslaughter and a weapons charge in the fatal shooting of an unarmed motorist uh, shot six seconds after the officer arrived on the scene. Uh, officer Eric Rook Jr. told jun- uh, jurors he feared for his life when he fired at Dennis Plowden Jr. as the 25-year-old sat on a sidewalk after crashing a car during a high-speed chase. He said Plowden had his left hand raised but kept his right hand hidden despite the police uh, police's orders. The officer said he could not take cover and feared he would be shot. Only later did he realize that Plowden was unarmed, the defense said. As soon as my client discovered it was heroin and not a gun, he was upset. He was very distraught. A 32-year-old Rook dropped his head and cried upon hearing the verdict Wednesday. The Philadelphia Inquirer reported he was soon taken into custody. The jury rejected a more serious third-degree murder charge but also convicted Brooke of possessing an instrument of crime. The felony manslaughter charge carries a term of up to 20 years in prison. Sentencing is set for November 17th. Rook is one of three city police officers who had been charged with murder for their on-duty actions by District Attorney Larry Krasner, a longtime civil rights lawyer who frequently sued police earlier in his career. A first-degree murder charge filed against him was dropped before the trial. A Utah boy who suffered a serious head injury after falling from a bunk bed during last month's Little League World Series in Pennsylvania has returned home from the hospital and his family is suing the league and the company that made the bed. 12-year-old Easton Oliverson of St. George, Utah, uh, suffered a skull fracture and bleeding on the brain in the August 15th fall at a player's dormitory in Williamsport. Uh, he has since had three operations and battled a staph infection. The family lawyer said he's not doing well. After his third craniotomy, he is now experiencing seizures. The negligence lawsuit filed by Jason Nancy Oliverson on Friday in Philadelphia said there was no uh, railing on the top bunk. Kevin Fountain, a spokesperson for the Little League International, said the league would not comment on a pending suit. Uh, Savoy Contract Furniture of Williamsport did not immediately respond to messages seeking comment. Uh, Easton, a pitcher and outfielder with the Snow Canyon team from Santa Clara in southwestern Utah, fell in his sleep. The lawsuit seeks more than $50,000 for the boys' care along with punitive damages. It's such a horrible story. Awful. Like, I, can't, uh, I couldn't believe all of the physical damage. You know, you think, okay, a bunk is not that high up, but if you're asleep and you slam your head... Oh, well, yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. fell, yeah. Your head. yeah. I, I fell out of a bunk bed um, when I was younger. I, I was actually, I was awake and I was getting down, but it was dark, and um, my teeth went through my lip. And really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it was, you know, you, you think it's not that high up, but if, you you know, in the middle of the night, it's dark, whatever, it's, yeah. Um, and this kid is, you know, not in good shape. It's sad. Wow. Authorities say an argument between a pedestrian and two people inside a car escalated to gunfire Wednesday night on a busy Center City Street. Officers from the Philadelphia Police Department were called to the area of 20th and Sanson Streets at 7 o'clock for reports of a shooting. Police found a 41-year-old man suffering from a gunshot wound to the torso. Police drove him to uh, Jefferson University Hospital where he underwent surgery. Captain John Walker told reporters that investigators believe the victim was intoxicated and possibly homeless when he got into an argument with a slow-moving car on the street. Investigators say the pedestrian began punching into the vehicle when someone inside of the car fired one shot, striking the man in the abdomen. Authorities did not immediately uh, have a detailed description of the vehicle. Walker said, we're asking for the person who may have been involved in this altercation to please come forward and give your 
version of the events. Walker called the incident isolated and speculated that the shooter may have had a gun permit. In sports this morning... The Phillies came back from a 3-0 deficit to beat the Toronto Blue Jays 4-3 in 10 innings last night at the ballpark. Matt Perling had five hits, including the game-winning RBI single in the 10th to rally the Phillies to the win. JT Real Muto homered as the Phils ended a five-game losing streak to stay two and a half games ahead of Milwaukee for the final National League wildcard spot. Up next for the Phils is a four-game series against the Atlanta Braves. Ranger Suarez will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 7-15. In tonight's Thursday night football game, the Pittsburgh Steelers will travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Kickoff is set for 8-15. And Eagles rookie punt returner, Britton Covey, was denied access to the team's parking when he arrived at the link before Monday night's game against the Minnesota Vikings. He had been elevated to the active roster yet, and so he didn't have the appropriate pass, and security didn't recognize him. Kobe, who is five foot eight and 170 pounds, told ESPN that he didn't want to make a scene, so he parked in a fan lot. The pass that he had did work there, so he didn't have to pay the $45 parking fee. However, he parked nearly a quarter mile away from the stadium and had to ask some fans for directions. <laughs> and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kat. Actually, said he wants to do it again sometimes. So yeah, yeah, walk, yeah. walk through the lot and hang out with some people. All right, well, we're happy to hang out with you on this Thursday morning. We have some stuff planned for today. First and foremost, your opportunity to win money left and right. It's the YooHoo Loot Contest brought to you by Horizon Services. We will get to that uh, in the 8 o'clock hour and the 10 o'clock hour. Sharp. Right at the top of the hour. <laughs> We're as close to okay. it as we can get. Yeah, We've like been that. pretty damn good. Yeah. One misstep here or there is not, not going to yeah, blemish your record. We missed it by seven minutes. Yeah, six, yeah. seven, eight minutes. Uh, but we'll we'll do our best <laughs> to deal. stay on time if we can. And uh, we also have a guest on the program today. Uh, Nigella Lawson is going to be on uh, The Celebrity Chef. And she's got an evening with Nigella Lawson at the Miller Theater on November 10th. Tickets are on sale now, so we will chat with her in the 8 o'clock hour, but surrounding our entire program is once again Casey's Big Adventure. Uh, the guys are on the road. They had a great time yesterday in Albuquerque. Man, do they do a lot. Yep, and so they are now two hours behind us, which means they're getting up ridiculously early. We were having a conversation with them last night. We're like, look, if you guys don't want to get up insanely early to try to reach some sort of a goal, which we'll find out what that is from them later on this morning, uh, you know, you don't have to. We don't want you guys to be just completely running on fumes. But they were like, no, we're for, we're up for it. No, cool. we so, love it. So they're continuing on, and we'll find out what yesterday held in store for them as they uh, meandered around uh, Albuquerque and took that in. You know, if you start to think about it, a lot of times we're coming in, and Jackie's done um, his shift, and he hangs around all night, and he's leaving when we're coming in. Yeah, especially, uh, like, tomorrow. Or, no, actually, like, tonight. Yeah. This morning I would have seen him because he's starting to get ready uh, for the You Call It Friday Night That's uh, right. show. And he works all night long uh, to prep for that thing, and I'll see him at 4.30 when I'm <laughs> right. getting in, and he had gotten done at midnight, and he's still here. It's yeah. crazy. So did Jackie send you guys the photos from the mountains last night? Uh, uh, yeah, I saw yeah. a video. It was pretty amazing. They're called the Sendai Mountains. Oh, yeah, when he was in the, the gondola. The gondola. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Absolutely beautiful shots, and he, yeah. I guess he and Casey went up to the top, and then Casey sent me some photos uh, later in the night as well, and it, it looked, like, really beautiful, and I don't think Jackie...
Becky normally gets to experience that type no, of thing. No, I, I I can guarantee that. Yeah, and so it just lo- he looked like he was having a great time. I'm I'm so happy to see how much fun these guys are having. Yeah, we'll talk to them and uh, find out about those experiences and see what their goal is for this morning. But the the end goal is on Friday during our show. Uh, that they make it all the way to the Pacific Ocean and uh, put their feet in the water, and uh, then then they can enjoy a day in L.A. before they have to come back <laughs> here. And yeah. that, that's a three-hour difference when they get there. Three-hour yeah, yeah. difference. So they're going to be up at like 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and getting in touch with us and all that. So uh, we will get to them in the 7 o'clock hour. About an hour from now, we'll check in and uh, see how things are and uh, what they have in store for today. Uh, outside of that, it's business as usual. So we have your opportunity uh, to win a prize when we return from this break. And we'll get started with the entertainment news and all that stuff. So hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Talk. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to pose a stupid question to you. If you can get it right, we'll give you a $50 Metro Diner gift card. The question that I have this morning, Nick brought me up to speed. It's a uh, historic day. Uh, this day, September 22nd, 1986. And we do this in Casey's honor. We haven't spoken to him yet. He's probably just getting awake, and uh, we'll tell him, but... Alf debuted on this day. Is that right? In 1986, and I'm going to give you a softball. What does Alf stand for? ALF, 215-263-WMMR. All right. Could be Casey's all-time favorite television show. Uh, He's referenced it the most on this show. Fish and Alf, the two things that make his life. And it was so dumb. Like, I watched it, too. Like, what? It's cute. It's funny. It's definitely funny. But Casey, it's his beloved. He He just cherishes his memories of that show. All right, so what does ALF stand for? 215-263-WMMR is the number. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, and uh, we'll start with, I have uh, several birthdays to mention that are music-related. Uh, we'll begin with this one. Uh, she is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, the tour came through town not that long ago. Joan Jett celebrates her birthday today. And Joan is 64 years old. There's a great documentary that came out about two years ago on Joan Jett. And uh, what a career, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the Runaways. Yeah. It was the first all-girl, you know, rock group that had any sense of success. Yeah. And uh, nobody, I mean, after that kind of fizzled out, you didn't know what to expect. And she wasn't even the lead singer of the band. And no. Sure enough, she made a, a career that was groundbreaking and uh, paved the way for a lot of other female rock artists, you know? Yeah. And uh, still uh, still going at it. And uh, the cool part is that she doesn't take herself too seriously. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Joan's career was uh, helped along quite a bit by John DeBella. John, John is really? a big part of this yeah. documentary. Yeah. Get out. John, John got behind her, supported her early on. I didn't know that. He oh, did, yeah. and they're friends, and uh, yeah, he was a big part of, of getting exposure for her. Wow. You gotta yeah. see wow. the young footage of him in the documentary. What's it's pretty the wild. documentary on? Uh, you can find it anywhere, um, you know, on uh, pay-per-view. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, so on demand, I should say. Happy birthday to Joan Jett. She's 64 years old today. Debbie Boone, singer of uh, singer and daughter of Pat Boone, and the big hit was You Light Up My Life. You could not escape that freaking song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what was it? But, uh, 77 yeah. around that time? There was a movie made, yeah. and Dee Dee Khan played I remember. the lead in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah Debbie wasn't in it, uh, but uh, Dee Dee had... Uh, lip-synced right, the song right, yeah, yeah. as if she were the singer. But that song was just, I mean, as as lovey-dovey, as saccharine as you could possibly get, and it was just beat to death on the radio. Mega slow tempo. Yeah. So you just die every time it started. Yep. So she is celebrating <laughs> You her. ruined my life. Uh, 66th birthday today. Uh, Sherry Belafonte. Yes. Actress and daughter of the great Harry Belafonte. Uh, is 68 years old today. Short, cropped hair, yeah. always very attractive woman. Didn't she have a substance issue? I believe I, you she... You know what? Um, I think I remember... I fight her way out of that. I remember seeing that a while back, and I'm not sure what she's been up to. I didn't really take a look uh, into her credits as of late, but, uh, yeah, acting was kind of her forte, and, uh, of course, she had a very famous dad. He's hey. a dad. Brought us this song and many others, of course. So happy 68th birthday to Sherry Belafonte. Uh, it's also actress Bonnie Hunt's birthday today. Yes. Uh, actress, talk show host, movies like uh, Jumanji, The Green Mile, um, Jerry Maguire, uh, and she turned 61. Who? Michael Yo. Michael Yo. Michael Yo we is talking is... to his, his show. Yeah. I watched um, it. It's really cute. Okay. If you have kids, I, I highly suggest it. It's very cute. All right, so happy. What was it called? Yo, uh, Yo Mama. No, I don't. I, I forget what the name of it was. It's on Wait, Apple she's Plus. in it. Yeah, she's the producer and yeah. the, the 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 head uh, creative influence. Okay. Oh, Kathy, you'll like the little girl that's in it. She's really outgoing Who is and it? cute. Um, I, look up Michael Yo Apple Plus TV show. Amber Brown. There it is. Amber Brown is the name. Asterix, of it. what Marissa was just referencing. <laughs> there you go. And uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, by the way, Amber Brown. It Amber Brown. Brown. Yeah. 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 Right. That's the little girl's name. It's like met her character. <laughs> so uh, he, uh, she. I'm sorry, Bonnie Hunt is 61 today. David freaking Coverdale. Oh my God! Lead singer of White Snake has his birthday today, and he turns seventy-one years old. Does he deserve more respect than he gets? You think? <laughs> I thought he was a great singer, right? Um, Marissa, see if you can pull up uh, uh, "In the Heat of the Night" uh, from uh, White Snake. Because I always thought that one started off with a, a really strong vocal. Uh, or still of the night. I'm sorry, not heat of the night. That was uh, Carol O'Connor was in that movie. Uh, still in that. Here we go. Yeah. I thought he was a very powerful singer, and you can definitely tell when these vocals kick in. Right about here. I was. Way into this band when they came out, man, because they they had a like a full throttle sound. Right, to them. right. Uh, so Coverdale and, and, and it, it, he had some um, some kind of Robert Plant tendencies to his voice. That's which, I think what which is always pretty awesome. You know? By comparison, that held them back perhaps initially. Uh, so he turns seventy one years old today. Of course, he was married to Tony Katane, who's passed away. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did she? Because it's you know these people come and 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 you know we uh, they they pass and it's a big story and then I kind of sometimes forget how it happened. I don't know if she took her own life or if it was an overdose or something something like that. I forget. Uh, she she had also after 
Coverdale, she'd been married to a, a, a baseball player, I believe. Uh, cause of death was not immediately known at the time. Uh, police noted that the scene indicated alcohol or drugs as a factor right. in the death. So, yeah, that was terrible news. It's hard to believe, man. Yep. So David Coverdale is 71 today. Tom Felton, mm-hmm. who plays Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter mm-hmm. films, is 35 years old Guess today. Guess what? What? He's coming to Philadelphia. I yeah. Know. He's going to be at the Free Library, right? He is. I believe. Wait, I'm going to look up the date. It's uh, October 19th. It's already way, way, way sold out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Free Library has this great thing called uh, author events, and they bring in really cool authors from around the world and, and, you know, just sort of all over the place. doesn't matter what their background is. And so Tom Felton is gonna, has a book that's called Beyond the Wand. And uh, trying very, very hard to get him on the show. So we'll okay. see what happens. But... Can we use him to uh, shame Ron Weasley into coming in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Let's just start with getting Tom on the show. You better be Greg. working on Ralph Macchio, too, because he's I coming am... as well. <laughs> yep, I'm working on Ralph as well. I had uh, rewatched just a couple of weeks ago the Harry Potter 25th anniversary uh, documentary, which is just wonderful. And you cry several times yes, while you you're do. watching it. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he and uh, Hermione, what's her name? Um, Hermione, I mean, uh, Emma Granger. <laughs> Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Hermione Granger. <laughs> Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Good Lord. Uh, she had the biggest crush oh, yeah. on oh, yeah. Tom Felton and was like, professes her love for him. She said nothing ever happened. She wished it would have, but they were, she, he was like three years older than her. Right, right. And at the time they were little kids and that's a big difference. But she just absolutely was enamored by him. Uh, and he's apparently a super nice guy. That's the word. Even though he yeah. played Draco, who was just a little <laughs> prick, little bitch. Uh, so he is uh, a little prick. He is thirty-five years old today. Uh, Tatiana Maslany. Ah, yes. Is she Hulk? She is. Uh, and she turns uh, thirty-seven today. I'm eventually going to get to that show. I hear it's fun. Emmy winner. Yeah. So happy thirty-seventh birthday to Tatiana Maslany. And the last birthday I saw is actress Catherine Oxenberg. Aha. Uh-huh. Who goes back to Dynasty and was involved in that. Her daughter got caught up in that Nexium cult. Yeah. There's a whole another documentary series about that journey of hers trying to get her daughter back from this cult. Did she ever get her out of that she fully? Yes, yeah, she did. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Catherine Oxenberg is that became her life. 61 year old today, years old today. She's part of Yugoslavian royalty. I know. She Believe really was. Yeah. yeah. All right. So happy birthday. Everybody celebrating birthdays on this 22nd day of September, which in 1986, the television show ALF debuted. <laughs> On this date, and what does ALF, A-L-F, stand for? We're going to go to Brett. It's our stupid question this morning. Hey, Brett, good morning. Uh, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. <laughs> I will forgive it, Brett, especially if you give us the answer, A-L-F, ALF. What does that stand for? Alien life form. Yeah. Hey! Easy. Easy. All right, Brett. Setting you up with a $50 Metro Diner gift card. Celebrate Metro Diner's 30th anniversary with the return of past menu favorites, including their chicken parmesan pasta and sandwich, both topped with warm marinara and melted Provel cheese. And you can stay up to date on all anniversary news at MetroDiner.com. All right, let's get into some of the stories. We'll begin with Elizabeth Chambers. Opened up to E! News Wednesday about the challenges of co-parenting with Army Hammer following their split. She told the outlet Army has been focused on his healing. 
There's the oxygen mask theory, she said. You can't really take care of someone until you are taken care of. There's a reason on the plane they say secure your own mask before helping others. He's been very busy securing his own mask. So he actually wears an oxygen mask now? I don't know, but usually it's a leather mask <laughs> right. with some type of a you know gag in it or sure, something Sure, like and that. an ashtray sticking out of the mouth. So the estranged couple shares custody of her daughter Harper, who is seven, and son Ford, who is five years old. Uh, the 40-year-old Bird Bakery founder added, We're committed fully and wholly to our children and to being together as much as possible in a non-romantic way for our kids. Kids need their mom. Kids need their dad. So there's nothing we won't do. Just want our kids to know we're not getting it on. The two announced their divorce in July 2020, shortly after multiple women later came forward with allegations of emotional abuse, manipulation, and sexual violence against Army Hammer. When you're as high profile as this couple is and you grow up, I mean, you know, now you can imagine if, imagine if you were able to do a um, like a um, just a general search on your parents years ago, you know, and find out what they'd been oh, up to. And yeah. apparently the the documentary tells spills all the tea. Oh, There's does it some, really? Like, aunt or cousin or something like that that steps out and tells lots of yeah. stories. I think it's his. It might even be a sister, but I, yeah, I saw the teaser for yeah. it. Yeah, on the yeah. crazy family history. Yeah, yeah. yep. So uh, Elizabeth, no wait, uh, next story. Not that same story. <laughs> Uh, a woman who previously accused Mario Batali of sexual misconduct is going on the record for uh, the first time in Batali, The Fall of a Superstar Chef. Uh, it's a documentary. So the New York Times, which ran a story on Eva de Virgilis, claim Wednesday, reported that she was one of more than 20 former employees at uh, Batali and colleague Joe uh, Bastanacci's restaurants. Uh, who were awarded a $600,000 settlement for claims of sexual harassment in New York in 2021. So he was on the, that show, The Chew, where they had a number of these <clears throat> these chefs. Where does he fall in the... He was one of the ne- uh, the Food Network stars. Superstar. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was. Uh, he had, an, especially early on, when Emerald started to rise to fame. He was there? Uh, Mario Batali was there. Right. And so he had, he had a show that I watched all the time. It was great. It was all Italian cuisine. Right. And he was really, really an, an expert on the regions and where the food came from and why these dishes are made this way. I really enjoyed his program. Right. He seems... Seems to have been a big deal. Yeah, and he's good, he's good personality on air. Right. So, uh, but the documentary is going to stream on Discovery Plus on uh, well, actually starting today. If you want to see that, Matthew McConaughey is speaking on the impact that his father had on his worldview. Uh, the actor was the inaugural guest of Amanda De Cadenet's uh, new podcast called "The Conversation About the Men." where he spoke on his views about consent. Uh, McConaughey, who revealed in his memoir, Green Lights, that he suffered sexual abuse as a teenager, attributed his informed opinion about sex due to his late father, James Donald. He said, my father was talking to me as his son, as a male in the situation, and speaking to me about a heterosexual relationship. He said, he says, if you ever feel the girl, the female, hesitate, stop. His father even encouraged him to wait another day, even if his partner changed their mind again. Uh, he said, good advice. He said this, yeah. you may even feel them hesitate, and then after you stop, then they go, oh, no, come on, don't. Uh, and wait. And he said, don't do it. Wait until next time. He said, and he was right. I got in circumstances where I was like, no, 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 okay, I'm out. And then saying, okay, cool, I'm out. The girl went, oh, well, no, come on. And I was like, nope, 
No, no, no. Uh, he says you only go ahead when you hear "all right, all right, oh, all right, all right, all right." It's got to be three "all right." Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. Beetlejuice. Did uh, he say who his abuser was? Uh, not that I know of. I didn't read the book and any of the stories, the excerpts that I've read didn't name anybody specifically. I think they brought that probably would have been, you yeah, know, a bigger, a bigger thing re- reported. He, he was passed out when he was molested, right? That was yeah. the deal. Yeah, he was 18 yeah. and, and uh, molested. And then apparently he was somehow or another blackmailed into sex for the first time when he was 15. So he's had some things that affected him. He keeps a pretty positive attitude, though. He does. Is, yeah, very much so. Uh, and he's very open about all that, which, yeah. is, which is great. Uh, rather than being afraid of losing an opportunity in this particular situation, he was advised to understand how important consent was. And he had said, trust you'll have another day if it is to be. So it's sage advice. So actor Tom Hardy shocked a group of martial artists in England after he secretly entered a jiu-jitsu competition over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, The Oscar-nominated star, an accomplished blue belt in the self-defense discipline, not only participated in the 2022 Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Open Championship, but took home the gold as well. That's pretty cool. Uh, His surprise appearance at the event seemed to be a hit among the competitors and spectators alike at the Open event, uh, which uh, took place about 90 minutes north of London. Hardy entered the competition under his real name, Edward. He's Uh, Ed Hardy. uh, Staying away from his (laughs) stage name, yeah. Which is also his middle name. Uh, everyone recognized him, but he was very humble and was happy to take time out uh, for people to take photographs with him. The spokesperson said it was a real pleasure to have him compete at our event. That's pretty cool that he's that accomplished. Um, so, uh, whenever you see photos of a, a jujitsu competition, it's almost always the both combatants on the mat locked up together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's a lot of what it is, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jackson was at one this past weekend. He was competing? Uh, he was either competing or he's coaching somebody. All right. But it was Vegas. I uh, had a look and see what it was. Hardy's opponent, Danny Appleby, uh, told local media that the actor's appearance at the event left him shell-shocked. He said, I was shell-shocked. Uh, I, Hardy said, just forget that it's me and do what you normally do. Uh, calling the actor a really strong guy, Appleby said, you wouldn't think it with him being a celebrity. He said, I've done about six tournaments, and I've been on the podium in every one, but he's probably the toughest competitor I've had. He certainly lived up to his Bane character, that's for that's sure. That's pretty cool. They asked Appleby how he was after the uh, match. He said he was feeling good in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, last month, Hardy won two medals at a fundraiser jiu-jitsu competition for... Uh, Reorg, the organization that promotes jujitsu as a form of therapy for veterans who are dealing with uh, mental health problems. So that's some cool stuff. Yeah, uh, Steve. Sorry, this just <laughs> elicited a memory. Did you know that uh, Olive Garden has changed? They're not. We're, if you're here, your family. Uh, they changed. They changed their tagline. It's. And I'm not going to get it right, but it's like. We're all family now, or so, like they they tweaked We're it a little bit. Here? We're all family here. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. And I was like, they've been. If you're here, your family for like 30 years. Yeah, you don't do that. Right. That's Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Yeah. Okay. So, so just... Applebee's, the one I remember was, uh, it's a whole new neighborhood. Right. And, and if now... you're feeling good in the neighborhood, right? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Pierre would say. Um, yeah, well, they change those slogans from time to time. You gotta attach them. I don't think this is an improvement, When though. you're here... Oh, no, that's old. Wait, that's no. When you're here, your career get used to it. <laughs> According to the internet, their first slogan was Good Times, Great Salad, Olive Garden. Okay. Then the second was When You're Here, Your Family... 
And now it's we're all family here. You got it right, Matt. We're all family here. We're all family here. We're all pink on the inside. They're all slogan. We're all pink on the inside. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, I don't uh, care for it. Appleby wrestled. Oh, right. Uh, Tom, Tom, Hardy. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. And then uh, Chili's was up next. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt has launched a new skincare range for all genders. It's called Le Domain. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I assume that's how you pronounce it. Uh, the Stars line consists of four products that come in recyclable bottles and jars with prices ranging from about $100 to anywhere in the $400 range. I can see you plopping down 400 bucks for moisturizer. Uh, according to Le Domaine, it's products, a cleansing em- emulsion, two types of cream, and a serum are created. <laughs> can you imagine rubbing one out with $400 lotion? Are crea- well, I would make that sound yeah. if that were the case. Uh, they're created with 96 and 99% natural origin ingredients and are vegan. I'm going to pleasure myself with this. Is it vegan? Uh, it has a very strict blacklist of ingredients that are subject to controversy regarding the environment or the natural balance of your body, such as uh, parabens, silicones, microplastics, or synthetic oils. What? Yeah, so... Wait, I thought parabens were bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's paraben-free, right? Uh, well, it has, a, it has a very strict blacklist of ingredients. Oh, blacklist. Oh, so, oh, they, okay. yeah, these will not, oh, not keep it off. These yeah. will not be in there, yes. Yeah, no asbestos, uranium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Le Domaine products are made in France using grapes from Chateau Marival, the vineyard that Pitt brought, uh, bought with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> oh, he got stuck with all those grapes. So now he, he turns into a lotion. <laughs> That's great. That's great. What am I going to do with all these? What are we going to do with all these grapes? I have an idea. Perhaps we could turn it into some stupid lusher. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Does this crap work? <laughs> like all that, like, and is that really? Are there? Is this? Is that really what's in it? No, it's not. Kathy, is there? Here, rub this papaya on your face. <laughs> what's the one that uh, uh, Cindy Crawford and that, that French? Um, th- there's a specific fruit that's m- taken out of the, the Amazon, and it uh, has these regenerative po- oh, properties. I and no Dr. idea. Dr. Zubo. Uh, Who's behind this? Cindy Crawford. No, I know Crawford. what you're talking about. because There are infomercials, like half-hour infomercials on this crap. Well, and people will like search for it and try to get it. Um, right. Like cancer uh, patients wh- during treatment. It's the humble Indian gooseberry. <laughs> 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 that's the entire name of the humble Indian gooseberry? Yeah, or maybe that's just a, a descriptive writer. But Apparently a miracle. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They serve him at Applebee's. So, <laughs> scientists. I'll have the gooseberries? Yeah. I mean, I'll do Well, whatever. you weren't humble enough. <laughs> I'll do whatever Cindy Crawford's doing because her. She does look great. She looks amazing. She's just built that way, man. You that's know, too. That's it's genetics. Some There comes a point in life where you finally realize, oh, there's yeah. nothing I'm going to rub on yeah. me that's going to make me look like that person. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, scientists worked. Uh, scientists who worked on Pitt's skincare range focused on grape-based ba- grape antioxidants and developed an exclusive molecule called GSM-10. Wow, GSM-10. That is present in the products as well. It also uh, comes as hummus. Uh, sustainability <laughs> is also a priority in the range with uh, caps on Le Domaine's refillable bottles upcycled from old wine casks. Uh, Pitt unveiled his skincare range exclusively through uh, U.S. Vogue on Wednesday, and he told the magazine that 
He would not have launched the brand unless, quote, we felt there was something valid here, something original, something that worked. We've got nine tons of grapes we need to move. He said, I get sent stuff all the time and ugh. Uh, but last year, we had have been testing Le Domain, and I was really surprised by the results. And that, for me, made it worth going forward. Elsewhere in the interview, Pitt revealed that he has uh, a little simple regimen for his own skin care. Oh, I want to hear this. And that he rarely gets facials because he gets antsy. Because he gives them. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, asked why it's important to make uh, Le Domain a genderless brand. He said, uh, I don't know if it's just that I believe in in being all-inclusive as much as possible, or maybe it's about us guys needing help from others in understanding how we can treat our skin better. Listen, I get I have a skincare routine, and I like my skincare right. products, but I was given also like a sample of one, and I really liked it. I was like, this is nice. makes my skin look nice, whatever. And I went online to buy it, and it was like $300. I was like... <laughs> For like a little, you know, something that probably would have lasted like maybe two months or something. I was like, I know, I'm going to go to Target and get so, what I normally use. There's a lot of scamming in that industry, right? I a lot guess, of the, the I label, know. the person associated with it. I mean, and the fact that you can charge 300 bucks for a small I mean, container. It was of, like, I couldn't, yeah. I could not believe it. I was like, I don't understand. I, yeah, I literally yeah. called the, the uh, place that gave it to me and I was like. What do you guys sell it for? Because <laughs> right. online, this is the price, and theirs was like two fifty. I was like, mm, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, let's see here. Cheryl Burke from uh, Dancing with the Stars and uh, Matthew Lawrence are officially divorced. According to documents obtained by Us Weekly, the marriage was dissolved on Monday. Uh, the outlet reports the couple has agreed to honor their prenuptial agreement. She should date Sylvester Stallone. Uh, the only point of contention is custody of their dog. Uh, well, he, hey. The, the Stallone's getting divorced because hey, of a because dog. Because of a dog. This could you share with the dog lover? This could be great. Uh, well, they, there's a custody. They have a custody of their dog being an issue, so clearly wow. she loves uh, dogs, so she and Sly could be uh, uh, dancing together. He's a Philly guy, Matthew Lawrence. Oh, right. Philly guy. Yeah, uh, from Abington. Uh, Joey Lawrence is his older brother. Oh, really? Yeah. And All he right. dated that porn star on Boy Meets World. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, he was the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, they. By the way, the uh, the custody of the dog will continue to be disputed post divorce. I that that always gets me. The dog. I I know that it's you know it's your pet, it's your family pet. But when, like a friend of mine is still in contact with her ex over the dog. I'm like, can we cut this off for dog visitation and things for like dog that? Dog visitation. I'm like, yeah, enough is they enough. Love them, you know? oh, I mean, let me ask you though. Get, let them get their own dog. The, not the, not that <laughs> it would ever happen. <laughs> Would, What's the same? What about your cats? <laughs> Would well, you? I, there's no chance the there. The cats are coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> Get one that looks like that. Yeah. And you'll be I fine. I mean, come on. I went on a date, and the guy told me that he shared custody of his dog on, like, the first date, as if it was a kid. He wanted I could me see to you know, know. The first person I knew to do that, and I was like, wait, I need to sit down and understand this and explain it to me, it was Brent Selleck and his ex-wife, Susie. Right. They did it with their Bernie's Mountain Dog. Uh, and for a little while, and then I think she just ended up with it. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's see. What else we have here? Ada de Armas recently told Variety that she was uncomfortable with all the paparazzi attention you received uh, while dating with uh, while dating Ben Affleck uh, in March 2020. She said, I have never been someone that wants any attention that's not about my work. So when the attention is not about my work, it is upsetting and it feels disrespectful and it feels inappropriate and it feels dangerous and unsafe. Uh, the actress previously revealed to Elle that she left Los Angeles after seven years due to 
the lack of privacy. Well, look, it all worked out. He got back with... Uh, yeah. J-Lo. Yeah, J-Lo, and uh, they're married, and all is right with the world. Yeah. And, and he's Batman. And she's doing great, uh, and so they're focusing mainly on the, her work, which is important to her, so there you go. I want to see that Marilyn uh, Monroe movie. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, it's... Uh, now that I understand that it's a bit of a... Different take. Like, it's not 100% factual. Okay. They're interpreting things in a different way, and it has a what-if quality to it. Kind of like Inglorious Bastards? Kind of like that. Okay. Kind of like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Yeah, so okay. they changed a little bit. All right. Maybe they had, should have had Quentin Tarantino direct. That would have been great. Yeah. She could have said the F word a lot more. Rosie O'Donnell called her daughter Dakota's autism a gift. In an essay published in People on Wednesday, the League of Their Own Actress wrote that her nine-year-old has taught her compassion much deeper than she had ever experienced. She said, I really listen and communicate in a way that I never had to with my other kids. Uh, she teaches me. O'Donnell adopted uh, Dakota in 2013 while married to Michelle Rounds, who unfortunately died by suicide four years later. I completely forgot that. She shares her eldest four children with her ex-wife, Kelly Carpenter. One of her uh, sons, I believe, was going to Valley Forge Military Academy. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so she was in town fairly frequently. I don't know if he's still there or not. Okay. Uh, director John M. Chu has found his uh, Fierro, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that name correct or not. The because Pontiac? No. <laughs> that's a <laughs> Fierro. I thought that's what you said. No, the Fierro. That's the what Fierro. I thought. I thought he was looking for a collector's car. Did it go missing? Fierro. Because my, 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 I was so envious of my friend going up. He yeah. got a Fierro. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. There were a couple that was guys a cool car. who had those at school, yeah. and you see them now. If you yeah. do see one out, yeah. you're like, look at that. Tiny piece yes. of crap. But Justin Uberti had one, and it went fast. It was Fierro. Steve Kamen's had a Fierro. I'm like, you rat bastard. It was the size of a motorcycle. It's That's why. Tiny. And then Preston. Those things were awesome, though. His girlfriend got a matching Fierro. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, Fierro. Oh, all right. Fierro. I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but I guess it's from Wicked. It's a character from Wicked. And Jonathan Bailey from Bridgerton is uh, the latest cast member announced for the upcoming Wicked movie starring Ariana Grande. Who's playing El Camino? And Cynthia Arrivo. Oh. Uh, the first half of the film is scheduled to drop on December 25th of 2024. The first half of the film. Are you kidding me? They're making oh, they this a two-part two film? Well, This isn't Dune. I would like to... Uh, I've heard great things about Wicked. I know nothing. I don't know any of the songs or anything like that, but I am intrigued by the story of the you know Wicked Witch of the West and the Good Witch of the East and how they were yeah, the, their origins. Maybe misunderstood. Um, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Did you Me see uh, the Spielberg West Side Story yet? No. I love it. Yeah. Like, every time it's on now. Yeah. Is one, are one of these people in there? Yeah, yeah. Cynthia Arrivo? Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, that's her. Okay, nice. No, but I do, I eventually have to get around to that. Uh, filming for season two of HBO's uh, HBO Max's Sex and the City sequel is underway. Sarah Jessica Parker shared a photo of and just like that, uh, the script of it on Wednesday. She probably uses three hundred dollar lotion, oh, right? probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and captioned it with uh, "Just this much for now." So it's underway. They are getting that. Uh, that is happening. Another thing that's been underway um, is Eddie Murphy and the Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, sequel, and they it has been announced officially that he is reuniting with the original co-stars Judge Reinhold, John Ashton, Paul Reiser, Whoa. and Bronson Pinchot. They will all be in the movie. I think it, that's great. If you were to do it tonally, would you do it more towards the comedic side or more towards the 48-hour side? 
Not, I wouldn't go more towards 48 hours. That got really gritty. Right. Um, the original Beverly Hills Cop definitely had serious undertones it did, to yeah. it. But a lot of comedy. I try to keep it like that. Right I th- down I, the middle? I thought it did a nice balance, whereas 48 hours was, I mean, while it had funny moments, was right. much more gritty uh, than um, uh, than Beverly Hills Cop. What about you? What do you think would be the right? I'm kind of thinking what you're thinking. Yeah. I also think that's the most difficult of the of the past. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Walter Hill directed 48 hours and directed The Warriors, you know. And yeah. uh, it was, t- I think, did Tony Scott do... Um, Beverly Hills Cop, the Maybe. first one. Yeah, I'm not sure. There was a familiar Bruckheimer production. It was a Bruckheimer production. Yeah. Um, and I, I know the second one didn't do as well. I like Beverly Hills Cop two. Beverly Hills Cop three, just no. didn't really. No, I, I watched it once, and once was plenty. I like um, two. I think generationally, like you guys don't like Major League two, but I grew up on two and then saw one no, later. Yeah. If that's sure. what you saw so, first, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that was my Beverly Hills Cop. That was okay. Martin Brest, Steve. Did Martin the, Brest, okay, did the Beverly Hills Cop one. Was and, it in three? Was it in Beverly Hills Cop three that we find out the chief was actually the bad guy? Uh, I didn't like that. Eventually, I think so. Something like that. I don't remember. All right. Well, anyway, it was forgettable. Hugh Hefner was in number two, right? That's where they go to. Uh, yes, they go to, they, they, yeah. they go to the. That's when he uh, said somebody crapped in the pool in <laughs> the Playboy Mansion. Uh, yeah. So it's currently in production, by the way. Uh, Axel Foley is the fourth installment in the hit action comedy franchise, and they've decided to ditch. Uh, the sequel Roman numerals because it was, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, then Beverly Hills Cop 2, and then 3. So they're just going with the name Axel Foley. Uh, and, of course, it's the fish-out-of-water character. Detroit police officer travels to Los Angeles to investigate the crime. So the plot details for this one have been kept under wraps. Presumably, the story involves Axel returning to the 90210 to crack a case. We don't know for sure, though. Think of these movies. Think of, well, are you going to see Fletch? Are you going to see the John Hamm Fletch? I would like to. Yeah. yeah it's out now, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. yeah. It's okay. streaming, I believe. Uh, in the original Beverly Hills Cop, Reinhold and Ashton played Detective Billy Rosewood and Sergeant John Taggart, who were hired to track Axel Foley as he attempted uh, to solve the murder of his best friend. Uh, Riser played Detective Jeffrey Friedman, and uh, Pincho was the fan favorite Serge. Uh, Reinhold appeared in each subsequent Beverly Hills Cop adventure, though Ashton, Riser, and Pincho returned only for uh, two of the three, by the way. What is this? Hang on. Yes, Cousin Larry Ableton. Oh, yes, that's Bronson Pincho. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, that made my day. Yeah. Well, you got the right the right actor. Yes. Wrong yes. Role, we, don't right have, we don't have anything else related to the movie. That's it. So uh, I'm interested. And you know who I really like is uh, is um, John Ashton. Uh, or I'm sorry, not John. Yeah, yeah, John Ashton, who played Sergeant Taggart. Yeah. I, yeah. I've always dug him. He's been in a few different movies uh, throughout the years, and he was in Midnight Run. He's and, great. And uh, he's in uh, Some Kind of Wonderful, plays the dad in that. I've always liked that guy. He's a good, dramatic yeah. actor. Yeah. You just don't see him a lot with that. Yep. All right, uh, do we have the clips? We do have the clips. Uh-huh. Drum roll, please. The Kardashians, the new reality show by one of America's most famous families, is back for season two. I know you're all excited. Oh, about it. yeah. Uh, so in this clip, Courtney Kardashian Barker. Are you kidding? Talks about building her empire. Here we go. One thing why I feel like made so much sense to me is that it doesn't feel like it feels like a job, but I'm so passionate about it that it's fun and it's something that I feel like it makes me proud. Shut the f- up. What's worse, the the vocal fry? She doesn't have it yeah. there, or the really sharp s's. <laughs> <laughs> 
What I can't stand is you know she said that exact sentence a quarter of a million times on sure. the series. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kardashians season two premieres today on Hulu. Here's the next clip. A tale of forbidden love in 1940s America unravels in a jazz man's blues. And in this clip, star Austin Scott talks about director Tyler Perry's presence on the set. Here we go. Like 100%. You know, from our first conversation before I even read the script, he was so passionate. I knew it was going to be something I wanted to be a part of, something special. Uh, (laughs) Super quick clip. That was real quick. Uh, A jazz man's blues. Let me see something here real quick, if you don't mind. A jazz man's uh, blues. Uh, Okay, it's an unsolved murder thing that's happening in this, reading the description. I didn't know if it was kind of a a take on a famous jazz musician or not, but it doesn't look to be that. Uh, Jazz man's blues will be available for streaming on Netflix tomorrow, and looks like it'll probably be pretty solid. Think of how many movies now are going direct to streaming. Yeah. So it's literally changing Hollywood. That's why, believe it or not... The big hope is once again on the sequel to Avatar to get people back. We may see the re the resurgence of 3D and the pushing of these 4G environmental theaters yeah. to really get people back. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to gimmick it up. Maverick was one of those that that uh, drew people back in, and, and they were right. That is a movie, Nick. Right, best oh, scene I, on the on the big screen. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they waited yeah. uh, to put that on the big screen, and I'm glad Dr. Mike got to go. <laughs> um, but Steve, I was thinking about this too after the interview that we had with uh, Billy Eichner the other day about Bros, because I missed the communal laughing in a yep. movie theater together, and yeah. like there's some, like, I remember vividly going to see something about Mary and laughing out loud with everybody else in the theater. So hopefully, like R-rated comedy. Comedies will bring people to the theaters as well. I think so. I hope so. I lose the theaters. That is our entertainment report for this morning. We got stuff to get to less than an hour away from you who loot your opportunity to win a thousand dollars, and we'll have uh, two shots at it for you alone this morning on our program. Uh, but more importantly, we have to check in. Casey's big adventure is rolling. They are headed across the country. Uh, and probably they're on the road already on the road from Albuquerque. They're on I forty, and they're uh, they're they're covering some good distance so far. We'll find out about what their plan is and what their goal to achieve by the end of the show is when we return. So stay with us. Hey, it's Casey Boyd. Now, what have Jackie Bam Bam and I been up to on the road? Well, you can see it all on our gallery updates at WMMR.com. Because shenanigans are meant to be shared. It's time to check in on Casey's Big Adventure on the President Steve Show on MMR. So, one of the things I would like to remind everyone is that uh, we're getting some help with this event, uh, Casey's Big Adventure. And I would like to thank uh, our friends at Subaru. They gave us the uh, the vehicle, the Ascent, that the guys are driving in. And, least, at least I remind you that Subaru is donating a dollar for every mile driven to the Camp Out for Hunger. Wow, that's phenomenal. And uh, we'll get some totals on that a little bit later on. But we didn't know about that until we sent them on their way. So right now, that's 1,788 miles, Preston. So that's money in the bank as yeah. far as the camp out goes. And then uh, last night they stayed at a Marriott hotel, the Courtyard Albuquerque Marriott. Uh, and they say their phrases, they welcome you to the land of enchantment. <laughs> I love those courtyards. Uh, so uh, we were happy that they, they've uh, been able to get uh, shacked up at some very cool places. And also a reminder, a reminder, it is 721 for us, for these guys. It's 5.21 a.m. <laughs> Let's go to the boys and see how they're doing. On the road, it's Casey's Big Adventure. Woo-hoo! Fellas. 
Well, I was standing on a corner in Windsor, Arizona. That's such a fine sight to see. Well, I'm standing on a corner in Windsor, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. Preston S.D. They composed a song. Could you do that one more time? One more time, because I was playing. I was playing the actual song underneath you. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we were standing on a corner in Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. We're just three cool dudes in a Subaru, and we're talking to Preston and Excellent. Awesome. Uh, for those of you who are streaming us on YouTube, you get to see uh, the interior of the vehicle because it's pitch black dark. It's 5.20 in the morning where they are, but they have the disco lights on in the car. So obviously a party atmosphere this early morning. So uh, we thank you guys for getting up ridiculously early. And by singing that song, by singing that refrain, Casey, what does that mean that your goal is today? Our goal today is to make it to Winslow, Arizona before the end of the show so that we can stand on a corner. And I have a question. Like, Nick, you would know, is there a particular corner that we need to stand on? Yeah, there, there actually is. On any corner. No, there is. And, okay. and believe it or not, Casey, uh, there's a, an ice cream shop across the street from that corner. And there's a Preston and Steve listener who works there. <gasps> so she's going to be greeting you guys today. Oh my God. But but that corner uh, on in Winslow, Arizona... There's a mural behind it, and there's a, a, a mural, statue, of a, right? a, and there's a statue of Glenn Fry. But in the mural, there's a, a flatbed Ford with a girl sitting in the back ah. of it. So they've made it an, a, a really cool uh, tourist destination. All right, so we're like about what uh, 203 miles away from Winslow proper. So if you can send me that address, sure, and I'll plug that into our way so we can uh, you know exactly how far away we are. But I feel like we we have a really 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 good shot of getting there uh, well before the show's over. I'm okay. looking at the map, Case, and it, it looks like you do. You guys did really good time yesterday, um, you know, uh, following through and getting to where you needed to get to, getting to Cadillac Ranch. So I think, I mean, this is pretty much a, a straightaway. You'll be traveling through the Petrified Forest National Park. But, yeah, if you stay on track, you'll be good. All right. So, and, and yesterday was... What a great day. Press, I, I apologize because uh, the highlight of my week uh, up until yesterday was was going to uh, your old high school and, and hanging out with Mr. Becker. But yesterday was just such a, a, a fun day, and, and so many things happened that uh, I didn't think were going to happen. And, um, you know, like, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad. And so when I knew I was going to Albuquerque, I was like, dude, I'm going to Walter White's house. Right. And, and on our way to Walter White's house, I looked to my left <laughs> and I saw the car wash that Walter White owned in Breaking Bad. And our car was so it was just there were there were dead bugs all over the windshield and all over the grill of the car. It needed a bath anyway. So we got our car wash at the A1 car wash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was just so great. I was just so jazzed when it when it all came down. And then on top of everything, and you know, there was so much that happened. I got to see Jackie Bam Bam fully buck naked. <laughs> oh wow, we've been this close before, but you actually saw the real thing. Whoa. I mean, like, he was not wearing a stitch of clothing, not no socks, nothing. What, where was and, this? Uh, so, 
It was at the car wash. Oh, I know. The, me and Bam Bam shared a room last night, so thank you very much to Mary. Uh, Kyle got the, 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 uh, the room to himself, and then me and Bam Bam keep me bunked up. So uh, as I was uh, getting ready for bed, Bam Bam was uh, getting ready for the shower, and he just came walking in. He's like, I don't care. Oh, really? So it wasn't like you accidentally opened a door and came across him. He came He came striding out as naked as we the day he was, a, as he was born. We were having a full-on conversation. Like... With my chunk out. <laughs> wow. He even did a he even did like a like a like a three or fourth uh, pelvic thrust. Oh um, my god. Casey, can you can you describe his uh, genitalia for those who are curious? <laughs> so uh, I saw a Casey boy also half naked. I noticed there's a little uh, right. hair on the uh, spine, I guess, below. <laughs> and we didn't shave him yet, if you're wondering. All right, no, I know. I'm, I'm curious about that, but also, uh, in case you didn't hear me, I said, could you describe uh, Jackie's genitalia for those who are uh, curious? <laughs> it's impressive. I mean, yeah. like, Does it's it match impressive. the nose? It matches the nose. All right. I mean, there's not much yeah. left to the imagination. We have pretty much, We've all, pretty much seen it. I yeah. mean, I've yeah. seen his balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Jackie, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was great. It was, it was a perfect end to the night because, um, you know, Kyle was, was meeting somebody for, for dinner. He, he was meeting a friend for dinner. So Bam Bam and I just, we were, we had the night to ourselves. So I wanted to take him out for a nice romantic sunset. And so we, we hopped on this uh, this gondola and we took it to the top of uh, uh, Sandia or Sandia Mountain in, uh, in Albuquerque. And we watched the sunset. And It looked um, beautiful, man. It looked, the pictures looked amazing so um and that was just you just happened to see a sign or was that part of the plan did you improv that no i i, I have to thank some some guy called into brent porsche he's like you got to go to this place you, you take a gondola to the top of the mountain and and sometimes like you can see a whole bunch of hang gliders and stuff like that Ooh. um so i was like yeah i'll do that like i wanted to watch the sunset anyway the only bummer was that uh, uh off into the west where the sun was setting there was a decent amount of cloud coverage, so okay. we didn't get to watch the sunset over the horizon, but we did watch it set like over the clouds, and it was still beautiful, and it was great. And I wanted to do that for Bam Bam. Like I'm, I'm having such a great time with him this week, and, <laughs> uh, and so, and and he is just like beside himself with how beautiful the 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 Southwest is. He is bummed though that he has not seen a cactus yet. Ah, oh, you got yeah, the only. Maybe today. The only cactus I did see was out in front of the Marriott, but that doesn't really <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kyle, between me and you, did you need a break from Casey? Is that why you went out with your friend? Uh, no, no, I don't I never need a break from them. Oh, they're, right, they're okay. awesome. All right. Yes. Yeah, so she's fishing. She's fishing for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Preston, do you would you want to pose these the 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 questions to them all about uh, how they've grown and learned and what they've learned about? Yeah, it? Uh, Kathy had this uh, this idea that we would pose this question. You guys have now been in a car together, pretty straight ahead for you know uh, going on four days, and we're curious if there is anything that you've learned about each other that uh, maybe you didn't know before or or picked up on that you. Uh, uh, would like to share now. Case, we can start with you. Oh, man. Wow, you put me on the spot here. Well, starting with Bam Bam, I, 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 to tell you the truth, everything that I've ever sus- suspected about Jackie <laughs> is, is just true. He's just the pure... No, no, and I mean that in a good way. He's the purest. He's got the purest of hearts. He's the kindest, 
most gentlest soul. Uh, he's so curious. He's, he's like a child inside. He's just so curious. Um, and he's also like, he's a lot like my mom, where <laughs> he dresses like her. <laughs> yeah. All right. People have to stop texting me, okay? Sorry. Um, he's a lot like my mom in the sense that, like, you can tell him something. And he'll be looking at you, and it looks like he's listening to you, but he's not listening to you. <laughs> 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 uh, I had to tell him on more than one occasion last night that we are not in Arizona, that we are in New Mexico. <laughs> Sounds about right. He kept asking like, about being in Arizona. I'm like, well, no, we are in New Mexico. We were at dinner last night uh, after watching the sunset over the valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he said something about being in Arizona. Really, no, we are no. not in Arizona. We are in New Mexico. Casey, but you're you're 100% uh, right though, Casey. Like he he is the nicest, uh, kindest person with a huge heart and he he sent me some really cool fo- cool photos of you guys going up that tramway last night and he was just like I was thinking about you the whole time cuz you and I Casey both like exploring oh. the American West and it, Jackie like you you're such a sympathetic and empathetic person and I'm really glad you're getting to experience this as well. Um and, and, and yeah, and he's always thinking of other people. Yeah. That's the thing about Jack. He's always thinking. So, so, right, so you know how we always get these random text messages from him with these, like, pictures? You're like, yes. what in the heck is, why is he sending me this picture? It's because when he sees things, he thinks of other people. So, like, um, uh, Nick, we sent you a video last night. He was talking to you because as we were going up the gondola to the top of this mountain, he just kept thinking of you and, and how no, much King you love Majiro, yeah, King, Kim and Majiro <laughs> and you climbing the mountains. Uh, and Kim he, and Majiro. He's, like, he's, like, he's like, we got to send, we got to send Nick a, a video. You know? and so that's what he's like. So if he sees a picture of Ron Jaworski like hawking some shampoo, he's like, oh, Casey likes football, and so he'll send me a picture. Of, okay. uh, you know, so so he's always thinking of other people. So, okay. so Kyle, back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I'm just I'm loving the notion of Kim and Manchuro. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Nick the whole time. I'm up like, is this as high as Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever it's called? And Case goes, no, it's two of these mounts. I go, Nick climbs this. I go, like, he eats dinner up here on the mount. So we got, and I sent Nick some pictures. I'm thinking of Nick the whole time. Yes. Wow. Kilimanjaro. And, yeah. and so you're going to mention Kyle now, Casey. <laughs> Yeah, well, Kyle is 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 very very similar. He's just a sweet soul. Like he's just kind. He's very very soft spoken, um, and uh, like I don't know. Like um, and I just like I I wish nothing but the best for him. Like he's you know um, I, I I don't know what else to say. Like he's just like it's it, awesome. You know I I wish yeah no I wish that like. Um, I wish he would like uh, assert himself more, uh, you know, like, so for instance, yesterday we were getting him to the car. I go, Hey, do you want to sit up front? And he paused for a second and he's like, ah, no, no, it's okay. And I go, well, hang on a second. I go, are you saying you don't want to sit up front? Or are you thinking that I want to sit up front? So you're saying, no, I don't want to sit up front because you think I want to sit up front. And then he paused for another second. He's like, Okay, I'll sit up front. I'm like, <laughs> you are six foot three. I'm five foot seven. If anybody should be sitting in the front of the car, it should be the tall guy who needs a little bit more leg room. So Kyle is—he's you know, just a nice guy. He is fairly outspoken. He, he hosts this really cool podcast, and and we'll segue over to Kyle now and get his impressions on other people. By the way, if people do want to check out your podcast, uh, Kyle, what is that called? 
It's called the Tri Jam Podcast. All right, it's Tri-Jam. a lot of fun, and it's run like a radio show. Mm-hmm. They they do a really uh, a really great job at it. So so Kyle, what have you uh, what have you picked up on these other two? And and it doesn't have to be this gushing we love each other thing like Casey's done, and that's fine. But but are, are are there things that you're learning about these two guys you didn't know before? I don't like either. <laughs> yeah, he does not like either. <laughs> I was talking to my mom last night, uh-huh. and uh, she said, "How's Casey? Because he seems like he, he wants to be like he's he's really that. It has to be by the numbers, I, you know, full itinerary to the to the letter." And I'm like, "No, Casey's actually not like that at all. Uh, it, it, he he understands that there's a plan that needs to be executed, but also knows that anything can happen." And that we will do a lot of things on the fly. So I, I really appreciate his uh, his, his fluidity, yeah. and, and especially his, his, his. He's been very accommodating to me. I think uh, he's been very helpful for me and my need for time management. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and what's what's uh, hilarious, by the way, is you're, as every one of you are, are talking, you are in what is actively a moving disco. That's the way we're <laughs> seeing you live. <laughs> so these heartfelt messages. Are lit by yeah. disco lights. Like they're in Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about Jackie, Kyle? Um, I learned with Jackie that you don't need to have correct pronunciation to be a major broadcaster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Kim and Manjaro. <laughs> like a green muchacho. Right. And thanks. I, I thought I thought he was he was naming another coffee mountain. <laughs> um, and Kyle, thanks for documenting everything along the way as well. You're you're our video producer on this trip, and uh, so thanks for putting in the hours. I know you've been up late a few nights, and and just getting the video in, getting it to us, and back to Marissa and Nick Murphy, so we can post it on our site uh, and on Instagram and things like that. Thank you for um, handling all that because like, I know it's an, an enormous task, <laughs> and, and it made even more so by the guys in the front seats. Oh uh, no, it's it's it's. Awesome! I'm so happy to be here and do this because I love I, I love video production, all this stuff. So being able to do this in this setting with these guys is just a fantastic uh, experience. Nice. Um, and, and let's just say, but uh, Jackie and I have had uh, when we were in the front seats together multiple times, listening to uh, a lot of various different types of music and just trading back and forth our knowledge on the history of music. So. I got a I got a musical historian buddy now. Oh, that's awesome! That's cool. That's great. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. And these these guys both love like like old uh, like R and B stuff too. So their 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 knowledge of old R and B stuff is is pretty pretty vast. Nice. All right. Well, then let's go over to Jackie and uh, see what you've learned about uh, Kyle and Casey. You guys have spent all this time together, Jackie. Well, we all know Casey Boy from the show. Of course, I work with him. He's constantly, you know, going for content and all. But I learned by sleeping in the same room with him last night. And I got to speak to his wife, Diane, since I get her phone number. Uh, he snores. Yeah. He snores very, very loud. I don't even know if it's healthy. And he, of course, he sharks and farts a lot. <laughs> Casey Boy's such a clown. He could, you know, we're up on the gondola. It says tram car. He's using a big word, gondola. It's like in a wildwood floor walk on a wire to go up on the mountain. Casey Boy's like, you know, I want to I want to fart in the middle of this. And then he would. He'd go, yo, what you doing? Make me look like an idiot. So that's Casey Boy. But, uh, yeah, he snores. And 
And he goes, wait a minute. I, Diane, my wife said, I don't snore. I said, Case, you snore. And I guess it's because you were so tired last night on the road. Um, and he has to sleep with the TV on. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, couldn't Jackie, do that. There's no way. Yeah, I so couldn't do that. Can, can you sleep either with, with someone in the room snoring or, or a TV on? Because I would I would go out in the hallway probably. I couldn't do it. I could sleep with an airplane or, uh, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend, Brittany, uh, you know, hoovering the rug or something. I could sleep through anything. Okay. So, yeah, I, right. that was Casey Boy. And uh, we'll probably, maybe if we sleep in the same room, we'll get the part two tonight. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, we have our own rooms tonight. Uh, and by the way, there's a couple of other things I learned about Jackie, because he and I, after our romantic sunset, we went and had a nice romantic uh, Italian dinner um, <laughs> that, so, all right. So his, we, we share this, this hotel room and he had to, he had to go number two. And I thought he was going to use the bathroom in the hotel lobby because he felt bad about going yeah. in the room. And I said, no, you can go in the room. I'm like, I don't, he's like, no. And even when he had his own room, he still went and took a dump in the hotel lobby because he didn't want to poop in the hotel bathroom, uh, the hotel room bathroom. Because, like, for a, a thousand different reasons. One, he was afraid, like, what happens if it, if it gets backed up? Okay. Or, uh, two, like, he doesn't want to take a shower. I, I, he's such an interesting guy. But he also, he only eats once a day. He's like a shark, right? So, like, he sits down and he eats for about an hour. And he eats so much. Like, it's insane. Like, he went through, like, what he eats like, well, he'll sit down as, like, our show is, like, wrapping up, and he'll have an apple and a banana, and then he'll have a bowl of soup, and then he'll have, like, a plate of spaghetti or a piece of fish, right? And then and then what do you eat after that? I get my dessert, tasty cake, uh, and my big glass of milk, and then uh, my Doritos and my popsicles. Wait a second. You have, po- you have post-dessert Doritos? Yes. Yeah, well, when I write my show, I have to have something lubricating my mouth. <laughs> what? what? But he also has to have two. He needs things to lubricate his mouth. Doritos lubricate your mouth? Yeah. But they're dry and crunchy. <laughs> oh, they're breaking up. All right, well, they'll, they'll come back. I think he just means like. <laughs> Wait, so we missed oh, that last God, part. No. We, we said that you, you need Doritos to lubricate your mouth, but they're dry and crunchy. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I have icy pops. You buy them at DJ's with a little bear on Yeah, so the bear icy pops. But he also, before he eats anything, he has to eat a citrus salad. And then in between his (laughs) dessert, in between his dessert and Doritos and icy pops, he has to have two um, spoonfuls of dry oatmeal. um, What? For some reason. To lubricate his mouth. Lubricate his mouth. I've never heard of anyone eating dry oatmeal before. Pancake does it. I got that from Pancake. And Kathy, you didn't uh, mention your mom's remedy, which ever since you showed me and your mom showed me, two teaspoons of apple uh, vinegar cider. Oh, Oh, my gosh. So So, he does all that in one sitting? Wow. Okay. All that in one sitting. And, And he is such a creature of habit. Um, that like, so that's, that's what he has to do. And, um, All right, well, and, and it's just, we, we also, yeah. we also want to get Jackie's, uh, impression of, uh, of Kyle. We haven't gotten that yet. So what, what have you learned, uh, about Kyle? Cause you guys probably didn't really know each other very well before this started. Kyle, uh, mainly works with our program. 
Kyle is single, lady. <laughs> As we all know, he's a great R&B singer. And sitting, like he said, we sat up front. Uh, we listened to a lot of old school R&B. Like he said, we're Studio 54. I mean, Teddy Pendergrass, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Uh, I was talking to Kyle about when my dad spun Studio 54 and like all these great bands. And he knows it and he's half my age. And we had some great conversation. And without Kyle, we would not be wired in. And everybody's saying this because I don't know what the F I'm doing. He's leaning over me, jacking in six phones. And I'm like, what's going on? Uh, so Marissa's very happy with him. So thank you, Kyle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, excellent. that's awesome. You guys uh, so are getting along. Thing. Yeah, we're getting along great, and, and Bam Bam knows that. Like when he goes out, people like have to do like double and triple takes, and they wonder like, is that a rock star of some sort? So this morning, when when he was going to the bathroom in the hotel lobby, he had to he had to wait, he had to wait because there was a guy already in there going to the bathroom, and so he hopped and he acted like he was on the phone. And what were you saying? You were like you were pretending like you were talking to the record company. Yeah, like the record company. Drumsticks <laughs> are on the way. The flights on the way. We'll pick it up at LAX back to Philly. Uh, yeah, and state sets in. So I'm rushing the guy out of the bathroom because I get Casey time to shower and do number two. I moved down there, but there was a guy checking out. He decided I guess he's going to use that bathroom too. But I rushed him out. I, I have to imagine when you get to Winslow, Arizona, and you're standing there. I think I know that's kind of a mecca for for musicians as well to make mm-hmm. that that pilgrimage. That you might get one of those faux rock star sightings yeah well yeah so speaking of which and this was you know uh, we're, we're in uh, albuquerque new mexico having dinner and there was a guy sitting next to us <laughs> who we couldn't figure out what his deal was we thought he might have been in a band we were like is he is he in fozzy we didn't know but we he's he is somehow <clears throat> um in the music industry and 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 Bam Bam's like, yeah, it, it's got it. He's like, because there's a ton of musicians who live in Arizona. And I'm like, <laughs> we're in New Mexico. No, you wouldn't believe we're in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they all live on Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> hey, Case, I, I just. <laughs> Case, I wanted to let you know that when you guys get to Winslow, Arizona, you're actually going to be, uh, when you're standing on that corner, that's uh, part of old historic Route 66. So you guys, I think for the first time on this trip, are going to actually be on 66 for a little bit. Okay, so we thought we were on Route 66 for a hot minute yesterday. Ooh. And cause, so we hopped off the highway to get onto this stretch of road, and man, it was run, it was scary. It was run down, like not one business was actually working. Everything was like overgrown. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, all right, let's just get back on the highway right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get into some places yeah. that are few and far between, and, and it's uh, kind of interesting uh, once you start heading yeah. out west like that. Uh, listen, we're going to have to take a break, but I do want to do a quick survey of the three guys in the uh, in the car real quick. Uh, by show of hands, who has uh, rubbed one out since you guys have been oh, out? Come on. Come on. No, yes. One, yeah, Kyle. Two. Kyle. Uh, Kyle had a room to himself. Oh, 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 oh. You yeah. know what? I've forgot because i'm thinking like i was sharing a room no 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 i didn't rub one out last night not last yeah, night just no, at any name. point in time yeah okay of course. yeah yeah i have jackie no yeah. dice of course Nothing, man. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy. All right. Well, listen. We are gonna we're gonna check back in with you guys in a while. We do have to take a break because we have to stay on time as best as we can for the YooHoo loot, which is coming up. But uh, uh, we have a goal for these guys in mind. They are going to try to reach Winslow, Arizona, before the program is over and stand on that corner. And we hope to have them live from there. So we're gonna check back in with you guys in a little while. Okay. 
All right, later, guys. Drive safe, gang. They're on their way. Casey's Big Adventure is barreling across the country, and we'll keep tabs on them and uh, keep checking in and see how things are going. There is an adorable photo gallery of the romantic gondola ride. Or what did he call it? A gondola? Gondola. 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 Uh, It's up on PrestonandSteve.com now. All right, take a look when you get a chance. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and uh, we'll get to the B-File. And, yes, your chance to win $1,000. First shot at it this morning on the Preston and Steve Show. Stay there. Be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Here it is, MMRs. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. The word is host. H-O-S-T. All right, we're going to give you... 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways to do it. You can text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to enter it via the MMR app or WMMR.com, you can do it that way too. And one random entry wins one a thousand dollars in this company-wide contest. And each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone if we call you. All right. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. The word again is host, H-O-S-T. So enter that now and let's see if you win the money. I want to I want to defend something that's been bothering me for a few days before we go to the right. bizarre file. Because Kathy doing the traffic just made me think of this because she mentioned the blue route. When the guys were leaving, I said that I, they were going to get know. on the blue I route. I know. I know where we're going To here. go get on the turnpike. Right. And listen, I was driving yesterday <laughs> up that way. You can get on the turnpike at the Mid-County yeah. Tolls, all right? right? Oh, yeah. And and if you've ever gone <laughs> 76 straight to the turnpike, yeah. when you go through that Gulf Mills area, traffic becomes a nightmare there. Yes. So I just want to defend. Well, you're wrong because... <laughs> well, no, wait, I'm, let him finish. Uh, okay. <laughs> I want to say going up uh, north on the Blue Route real no, quick to get it uh, on at Mid-County can sometimes be quicker. You can. You're right. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but I don't think you can get on Eastbound Turnpike without getting off the Blue Route, going through Plymouth Meeting, and then having to go through like lights and stuff to get back on. There's not a seamless... You can get on <clears throat> tur- Turnpike Westbound. No, no, and, no. From, from no, the Northeast Extension? Uh, listen... Going north on yeah. 476. I know what you're talking about. Before it yeah. becomes a northeast extension, you can merge heading east on the PA Turnpike, and you can merge on the yeah. northeast extension. you got to get off on Plymouth Road. Mm-hmm. You can't go yeah. immediately west without going through some traffic lights. Preston, is there something you'd like to say to Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's right. You can get you can get on the Turnpike eastbound seamlessly. Mm. Correct. Uh, but you might and, not be able to do it westbound. And northeast extension seamlessly, of course. Yes. Go, but you can't do it westbound. You have to get off at Plymouth Road, yeah. stop at the stoplight, make a left. Yeah. And it's a real quick. But you absolutely can get on the turnpike okay. westbound. And I would, you know, use Google Maps or Waze. And maybe one times out of 100, uh, you'd be right. Oh, <clears throat> shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just like Casey drives. <laughs> 
right, I just wanted to defend that. They've <laughs> been eating at me for a couple of days. You haven't been the same man since you I know, those, I know. Those clobbies. I know. But I, you know what? I got it all out in the open now. I feel okay. better, and we can do this. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Watching the game with some friends this week. Well, score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. All right, I love this story. Uh, a groom suffered a broken collarbone after trying to show off yeah. on a dirt bike at his wedding. <laughs> I mean, come on. And this was, like, I guess right before they were going to get married. The bride was waiting with a checkered flag for her new spouse's dramatic entrance when he skidded and toppled off the bike. Shocking footage. <laughs> Shows the excited woman in white waiting on a road, uh, a roadside in uh, Parma, Italy. That's where this took place. Oh, I wow. Initially, I thought it was going to be like, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, this is in Italy. Maybe okay. it's the Florida of Italy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so her husband then flies around the bend on a dirt bike, sounding his horn in excitement. Suddenly, he loses control, is thrown off the motorcycle. <laughs> he smashes into the ground before rolling, leaving him sitting sprawled out. Reception guests watched, and uh, they can be heard crying out in horror as they rush in to help him. Uh, the stricken groom was taken to the hospital, and he was treated for a broken collarbone. And, Nick, you've had that before. It sucks. Yep. And Would you also, assume they were Vespas? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's it's a dirt bike. Dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. So he also had to have five stitches on his head. Oh, man. Oh. The new husband was pictured receiving care from doctors with his wife by his side. You Still, are so stupid. Still, <laughs> She hits him on the head. Stupid idiot. I told you not to bring the bikes. So she was still in her wedding dress as she was next to him while he was in the hospital. All right. uh, In Australia, about 230 whales have been stranded on uh, Tasmania's west coast. Yeah. Just days after 14 sperm whales were found beached on an Mm -hmm. island off the Australian state's northwestern coast. Uh, The pod, stranded on Ocean Beach, appears to be pilot whales, and at least half are presumed to still be alive. 230 whales. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, A team from the Marine Conservation Program was assembling whale rescue gear and headed to the area. The whale beaches, uh, the whales beached two years to the day. After the largest mass stranding on uh, in Australia's history, was bring di- a lot of dynamite. Uh, was discovered in the same harbor. At that time, about 470 long-finned pilot whales were found. September 21st, 2020, stuck on sandbars. Any conjectures to why? They think it's it's environmental. So after a week-long effort, 111 of those whales were rescued, but the rest died. The entrance to the harbor is a notoriously shallow area and dangerous channel known as Hell's Gate. So they might get in there and can't get out. It's like that Lady Gaga song. Uh, the, what's that? Shallow. Oh, Shiloh. <laughs> Shiloh. Uh, Vanessa Pirata, a wildlife specialist, uh, scientist specializing in marine mammals, said that it was too early to explain why the stranding had occurred. She said the fact that we've seen similar species the same time in the same location recurring in terms of stranding at that same point might provide some sort of indication that there may be something environmental here. Well, I'll tell you what they're going to have to do if they want to save them for the next time, move Australia. Yeah, maybe they could do that. All right, uh, this is a short but sweet story. In Seattle, officials say the driver of a reportedly stolen car was stopped in their tracks 
after they drove through barricades and ended up in fresh porn pavement. <laughs> oh, my God. The driver then reportedly tried to run away with a young child and a bottle of whiskey in their hand. That's great. A city inspector called 911 and followed the person who was arrested by police. Officials say that work crews were sent back because of the incident, but the paving project won't be delayed. Uh, you know, you bring that up and I have to say something, and I thought of it this morning. I uh, Our parking lot, I like the smell of, of oh, fresh, fresh oh, porn cement. Really? No, yeah. I do not. Oh, yeah. okay. It gives me a headache. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind yeah, it, Steve. Yeah, I kind of like it. Interesting. Oh. All right. Let's go ahead and sniff. <laughs> a Kansas man who admitted running an illegal autopsy scheme what? has been sentenced to nearly six years in prison for wire fraud. What if you hell? need autopsies, don't give me a call. Anytime, day and night. <laughs> Sean Parcells, who lived in Topeka, in case he was just there with, yeah. crew, with the crew. I'm good with, with that stuff. Was sentenced to Monday in federal court. Parcells, a self-taught Pathology assistant with no formal education. Yeah, you can pick that stuff up. Just watch YouTube. As owner of National Autopsy Services, persuaded a client to pay $5,000 for an autopsy, according to court records. The client received an email autopsy report that appeared to be authored by Parcells. No pathologist was involved in the examination or report, which is illegal. I never had to pay for school, and I passed the savings on to you. Now, listen to this. Parcells gained national attention in 2014 when he assisted a privately hired pathologist in an autopsy of Michael Brown, the unarmed black 18-year-old from Ferguson, Missouri, who was fatally shot by a white police officer. The autopsy was commissioned by Brown's family, and no allegations of wrongdoing were raised in relation to it, but Parcell's frequent media appearances led to scrutiny, including a CNN story revealing that he had no specific certification or training. Wow. And between 2016 and 19, Parcells made more than $1.1 million in Kansas, for more than 350 clients for autopsies, most of which he did not perform. And there's a good money to be made in fake autopsies. I guess so. Uh, in August, Parcells was banned from doing business in Kansas in order to pay more than $700,000 in restitution and fines. And for state cases, he was also ordered to pay over $250,000 in restitution to 82 people. I'm going back to gynecology. That used his services. Uh, that came after... <laughs> There's a lot more openings. Yo, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, Several openings. Uh, the came uh, that came after he was convicted in November of three felonies and three misdemeanors related to providing illegal autopsies. Wow, I'd never heard of that before. All right, and then one more story before we wrap. I love this one. At the end of her freshman year at the University of Tampa in May, Kira Rumfalo, or Rumfola, sorry, packed her bags and headed to the airport with her favorite roommate, a colorful betta fish. Named Theo. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Theo! Yeah, Rumfola. <laughs> this is my favorite fish. Was uh, headed home to Long Island for the summer and was happy to be bringing home the little fish that she had bonded with during the months that she had him. Where's Rudy? Uh, she figured <laughs> that there was there would be no problem taking Theo on board the plane in a small portable fish container. Uh, she said, I'd done it before over the holidays with another airline, so I filled the container, put water in, uh, put water in it, and Theo in it. Uh, but then there was a problem. While she was checking her bags for the flight on Southwest Airlines, customer service agent Ismail Lazo uh, noticed the deep blue and purple fish and explained to her that the airline's pet policy allowed only small dogs and cats on board and carries. No other pets are permitted on the planes. It's actually easier to carry a fish. Uh, she said, all my roommates had already gone home for the summer and I had nobody to leave Theo with. I was really... Theo! <laughs> He'll take him. <laughs> I'll take him, miss. Uh, I was really sad and wondered what I was going to do. He's my pet. Well, Lazo said he understood her concern for Theo. 
He said, I have two dogs, and I wouldn't want to abandon them, some, abandon them somewhere. And I also know how hard it is to leave them when I go out of town. So I think he, I can help you. Take your top off. Now, he made the split-second decision to offer his home and his fish-sitting services. Aww. He said, how about if I take your fish home to live with me and my fiancé until you come back for college in the fall? You can text me over the summer to see how he's doing whenever you like. And, and he followed through? He did. He kept it for like four months. What? Well, that's pretty awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, so uh, he said he didn't feel sad when he had to return Theo. Uh, he said that uh, it was time to reunite her with Theo. He said, to be honest, I was worried about something happening to him on our watch, so I'm happy for Kira. Do they have one of those airport reunions where they embrace? To have him back. Yeah, they probably <laughs> the fish. did. Yep. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, you got about roughly three minutes left to enter the word host. That is for you who loot, so make sure that you do that now. All right, the word is host, H-O-S-T, and you can do it uh, by texting it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911, or enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Uh, we're going to take a break. When yeah. we come back in a moment, we are going to talk to celebrity chef, uh, Nigella Lawson, who's going to be at the Kimmel campus on November 10th, and tickets are on sale now for this event. So we will talk to her when we return. And don't forget that the gang, Casey's Big Adventure, they are on their way this morning to Winslow, Arizona. That's the goal, to make it there yes. before the end of the program, to stand on the corner. And we'll obviously check in those guys through the course of our program today, too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Tonight, from 7 to 9, Marissa Magnata rocks Liberty Point, 211 South Christopher Columbus Boulevard in Philly. Enter for a chance to win tickets to the Eagles-Jacksonville game or a Javon Hargrave autographed football courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy $4 Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer Black Cherry Cans. We're going to be checking in with the boys in a little while. Casey's Big Adventure. They're on their way to Winslow, Arizona to try to stand on a corner before the end of the show. I like this having a goal. Yeah. By the end of our show, a destination of sorts. And they're like, you know, they're going to be try to squeak it in like they did yesterday getting into Albuquerque. They've done it. They've or I'm done... sorry, to the Cadillac Ranch. I Cadillac Ranch. And then the St. Louis Arch. They did it. Yeah. So uh, we'll check in them in a bit. We haven't heard from uh, Nigella. They're... So we're going to move on to something else. They are getting her. And uh, we are close. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead and do whatever you want to do. They're getting her? Yes. The, she was supposed to be on five minutes ago. And so her handlers are getting her now. So she, we should have her via Zoom shortly. Uh... Okay, then we'll then we'll wait. Well, we what just... I, well no, what I was going to go into was a, a whole segment thing. Okay. So um, we'll have to hold off for just a moment. Do or you two. want to just hum? Mm-hmm. That's entertaining. I know, isn't it? Though <laughs> no, I think you should go into the thing. Oh, okay. All the right. thing? Yeah. Well, uh, I noticed something. There we go. Things. We noticed that Nigella Lawson. That's not the noticer. It's not on, and we notice it's not the noticer music. It is when we're in book It's labeled me, as noticer, right. but yeah. It, it's the Stranger Things thing. Yeah, it's the Stranger All right. Things thing. <laughs> All right. We feel back to Curtis. We the Stranger it. Things thing. All right, hit it. Oh there you God. go. <laughs> Actually, what I noticed this morning is something that Steve said to me. And, I, and Kathy, it was before you came into the office. Okay. I was... <laughs> laughing so hard I was crying. Okay. And you might not find it that funny, no. but I was just, I was in tears. I was laughing so hard and I needed to stop because I wanted to save some of this. Okay. But it was audio, uh, it was it was actually video of uh, YouTube videos of a game uh, that's called uh, Trombone Champ. 
Okay, and is it for the Twitch or I mean the um, the Switch? You know, I didn't check which system. It might be on multiple systems, but it's think of Guitar Hero, Kathy. Okay, except the instrument is the trombone. Oh. Yeah. So what you have to do is, and they showed people playing this with with the left joystick. Uh, you can move uh, the tone up and down. Okay. And with the button, with the button, it is your uh, the uh, duration of which each note is held. And th- so it, it, the these little icons zip by like in Guitar Hero, and you try to hit to these marks along them. the way. But the thing with the trombone is, is <laughs> that your pitch can be anywhere. Uh, and that's what makes sure. the trombone such an interesting instrument. Yeah, and a difficult instrument. Of the slide. And this just made me laugh so hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so there were some examples of this. So can I play a little bit yeah, of someone yeah, yeah. playing the game? All right, so this is it. Here we go. Actually trying to play, they're not doing it yeah. as a joke. No. That's what the game sounds like. to get this game. That's great. I have yeah. got to play We have play to do it this. on air. We, we have do. to do it on air. Yeah. I want to do this on the air. Let me play uh, two. Uh, I know our guest is ready to go, but she was a couple minutes late, so she's got to hang out because we got started on something <laughs> yeah. else. I'm going to go to her in just a minute, but this was uh, someone trying to play, I guess, the National Anthem is yes. one that you yeah. can try to play, too. So here we go. <laughs> It make me laugh well, so because hard. The person's attempting to actually play it the right way. Yeah, they're it trying. They're trying that, to hit the notes. They're not. They're not doing this to make yes. it sound weird. Oh my and in, god! That's why it's such a a, a huge hit. It oh. sounds like an elementary school band concert, yeah. and I had yes. to sit through that last year, and mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, I have the perfect segue to bring our next guest on because she lives in London, and I think we have. Uh, yeah. I think we have the, the national anthem here. Someone playing this game, so hang on here. We go. <laughs> it's tough. I want to get this game. I want to play this game. It is actually this one's a little easier because it goes slower. Yeah. But the, <laughs> there's a few other ones that are just hilarious. Okay, so we'll come back to this. All right. We can yeah, now well, food to talk. <laughs> Welcome our guest. She's on the line. She is going to be performing live. Uh, the show will be November 10th, and it yeah. will be at the Kimmel campus. Uh, and she's promoting her latest book, which is called Cook, Eat, Repeat. And I love that title. Yes. Please welcome Nigella Lawson Yay! to our program this morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Uh, it's our pleasure to have you. Nigella, I want to make sure, um, because... 
I've I remember watching your program, and I, I hope I don't mispronounce your name. Is it indeed Nigella? Is it pronounced differently than that? Or no, Nigella. Nigella is what it is, but it's it's a slightly ridiculous name. So I'm used to people mispronouncing it. But <laughs> okay. you did say it right. Is it a family name, or did someone make that up and create it for well, you? No, it's sort of a mixture. So there is a flower that is in English called Love in the Mist, and Nigella is its botanical name. It means little black. Oh. It's a little black. And in the same way, Nigella seeds are uh, are a spice used in cooking. They're sometimes called black onion seeds, but they're not. It's Nigella seeds. Um, so that, And also uh, and my grandmother, I mean, my father... Um, has the male version of my name, but and my grandmother, my funny enough, not his mother, but my maternal uh, grandmother was a very keen gardener. Oh, and so she knew about this flower. So that's why I've got it. Did <laughs> did, did that name? Sometimes a, a a child's name can inform them in uh, in, in a path they might take in life. And because uh, nigella seeds are used in cooking, did that kind of maybe steer uh, you in the direction? I didn't even know that. When okay. I was <laughs> no, I think, um, but you know. It's, it's it is an odd name. People often say to me, "Oh, but you only needed to use one name," and I go, oh, "Yeah, but I, that was true at kindergarten too, because no one else has got my name." <laughs> you know, so it's so in a way, it uh, it is quite strange. I mean, when I was a child, I wanted to be called, the, you know, I wanted to have a much more ordinary name. Oh. I yes. was embarrassed about it, but I've I've grown into it. I think. I, I yeah, I was the same way. My name is Preston, and uh, there were I knew of no Prestons when I was a kid, and and I hated that name, and now I love it. So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask about uh, your your love for food, and and uh, hmm. when this hit, uh, you know, when were you? Uh, were you intrigued by by cooking and 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 creating uh, these uh, masterpieces in the in the kitchen when you were a child and serving for other well, people? Well, well, yes, but not because I was so, um, you know, superbly creative, but because um, my mother was quite old-fashioned, and so we were expected to help her cook. We were drawn in. You know, when I, I mean, you know, obviously the girls only, nice old-fashioned sexism. Sometimes. <laughs> um, so, you know, when I was six and my uh, late sister, Thomasina, was a, you know, five, she would just, you know, put the rickety wooden chair up by the stove and make us stand on it so we could stir things, chop things, make sauces. So uh, we did learn how to cook. So I've always cooked. I wasn't a very good eater as a child. I may, I have made up for that Stop. since. But I, but I've, I was interested, you know, I was interested. And my grandmother uh you know, liked cooking do both of them really, but my mother didn't ever cook from recipes. And so, whereas my grandmother did. And so we used to do a little recipe exchange sometimes. It was nice sort of bonding. Well, you, you know, it's interesting is that, it, so the, the culinary world fascinates me. I, I don't really cook. I've attempted to take a, um, a leap into it periodically. So the culture and everything around it, I think I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to think that everyone who watches or even wa- watches your, your many successful programs and reads your books is, you know, incredibly adroit in the kitchen. But there is something fascinating and creative and almost these days almost rock starish about it. Um, when you're creating content, like with the new book Cook, Eat, and Repeat, 
um, is that a blessing and a curse? Because you got to look for a new angle, but the new angle is always kind of the same angle in some ways. Yeah, I know, because you see, in a way, I'm quite lucky because I started this some time ago. My first book came out in 98. I mean, I wasn't young then. I mean, I'd already had a career as a journalist. So, um, it, and, and not a food journalist, but so it was there. But I came into it to write very much as a home cook because at that stage it was all dominated by the professional kitchen and chefs. Home cooking is completely different. You don't need all these, you don't need a particular skill. And it's really much more about taste and flavour than technique. And I just thought that side of it was quite underrepresented. And mm-hmm. it, I just thought, I want to write about this. And in those days, you weren't sort of pressed to keep bringing out a new book, new book, new book. I don't do a book a year, for example. And so that gives you time, really, to think. And so I have this luxury, well, so far, of (laughs) letting sort of thoughts develop and, and be able to sort of see what book emerges. I don't push myself into a theme. And my my books may have a theme, but they're always general. You know, I don't okay. want to close off what I could write about. And and this book was very much thinking about what is cooking, what is a recipe, um, how ingredients can work together, how you can repeat certain ingredients, but but in a slightly different context and bring about something that feels like it's something new, but it isn't really something new. It's just because you're... You're honing, honing into, right, these are the ingredients I've got. How can I play with them so I'm not always going shopping? Right. Get something else, but in a way that doesn't make me feel like I'm eating exactly the same dish every <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> Nigel, I'm enjoying this conversation so much. You are um, part of the origins of my obsession with food. I do a food podcast outside of this show. We do a food segment here. It's one of my favorite segments that we do. And it was watching your show and it wasn't, you know, you didn't have all your ingredients lined up. You would run into the pantry. You would snack on things as you chopped them. <laughs> and it was just a different way to approach the, the cooking I show. Think, you know, I was not at all sure. That's yeah. very kind of you. But I, when I first started, I I wasn't really sure I wanted to do, you know, TV, hmm. a cooking show. It was so different from anything I'd done before. So I said, look, if I can do it in my own home, I now do it at a studio, but if I can do it in my own home and, I, and I'm and i not scripted, I can do it, but I'm not a performer. I can't, I don't want to be performing a script. I'd rather just talk about what I'm doing as I'm doing it. And, you know, they they took a, they took a chance to me because yeah. it's quite... You know, but I and that makes it me feel much more that I'm talking to people to show them why I like this, what's happening, and rather than delivering from on high. I mean, I couldn't do that, and I think there's so it's so wonderful. And I, you know, you obviously know this, but it's so wonderful to be able to share your enthusiasms. So that is the deepest pleasure, you know. And so doing that makes it feel like, oh, I'm really excited to talk about this. <laughs> Wait till you get this one, you know, rather than, okay, okay, I've got to gear up. Now, what was I going to say? You know, all that wouldn't suit me. And in the same way, you know, when, you know, the the live event I'm doing on the 10th or anywhere, I, I'm there, the conversation can go any number of ways. You know, the first half of the evening, is a conversation on stage and whoever is talking to me at any given time might have a different area of interest or um, something that seems important to them to discuss and that will shape the evening. Right. And then the loveliest part, really, 
because it, it's so um, it's so warm and it can go anyway. It's just audience questions in the second half. Okay. And so depending on what, the, you know, each individual person in the audience who, you know, depending on what they want to talk about, it's a different evening each time. And I, I think that makes it feel like a proper conversation. And it's, you know, no one person is dictating how it goes. As you might gather, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that we appreciate um, that. But you know, but it will but it will it will have its own character and it'll depend on where I am, what the produce is. All sorts of things come into play that it is only right because food brings everything into play. Mm. You know, our backgrounds, our memories, where we live, uh, what's available to us. So it's quite right that every time you do one of those events right. it's it's slightly different. Well, you're in good hands. Uh, Michael Klein, who's a food journalist here in Philadelphia, he's going to be hosting the first half, and he'll have some great questions for you. Um, I have to ask, did you watch the Julia Child series on HBO? Because as you're explaining yeah. your style, it just seems like everything that she brought to screen, where it's just like, let me do it, put the camera here, and just let me go. I, I think so, but I, you know, I think she was more skilled than I am. <laughs> um, and, you know, with with more of a particular message you know because she was so so wanted to bring um you know french cuisine to the states i i have to ask you um because the uh the modern family episode aired uh, just recently uh you know they, they air them two thousand times a day here uh where you're um phil dunphy's listening to yeah, you I'm, I'm an app <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right so uh has that i have you reached the asmr level do people solely listen to you speak now as a as a relaxing i mean he was he was actually yeah, getting but, around no but i not as far as i know but they do listen to the sound of my programs i have an extraordinarily good um sound man okay designer who uh and so that if I am, you know, have got an avocado and I've got a spoon and I'm curling that soft, you know, pale jade clay out <laughs> of the avocado, you can hear there's both the softness and the rasp against the skin. And sometimes we just like we gaze at each other as we're doing the close-ups of <laughs> the bottle and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's I, the best. I, mean, I love it. I, I am known as Deputy Sound. <laughs> I, I, I have uh, ASMR, as Steve says. So there are certain sounds that trigger a relaxation to me. So like when you would break some pasta, some dried pasta, or something <laughs> like that. I just love those sounds and things. However, it's, there were snappy that. Yeah. Yes. There, there was one episode though that I did kind of cringe a little bit on that uh, you were making uh, smelts. One time, and I have never had smelts, and they just do not look appetizing at all. I should probably just shut up and try them sometime. No, 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 no you, it's fair to say that. I actually, you know, I forgot I'd done that on TV. I know, <laughs> I eat it. Um, the, the thing is, sometimes, you know, if you're in, if you do what I do, which is essentially just saying what I love and what I cook, and it was something also that we had. Often, when I was a child on Saturday night, you know, maybe we had a big family lunch, so we had something like that on toast itself. So it sort of reminds me, and sometimes I think I don't want all those things just to fade, even if you'd overcook them and it's harder and harder to get all the ingredients. But I like that. And I I mean, I have a whole chapter in um, Cookie Repeat called uh, A Loving Defense of Brown Food because I feel that 
in the Instagram age, nothing's ever allowed to be unprepossessing or unphotogenic. <laughs> it has to come on, you know, shouting, tap dancing, <laughs> by bells action. And sometimes you you don't want bells clanging and rose petals thrown at you when you eat. You want to just sit there and think, oh, this stew is everything I want needed it to be tonight. Yes. You know, yeah. that I do feel sometimes um, foods which are either of a modest appearance or downright um, unattractive. You know, I do, in one of my books, there's a recipe which I really love, but I did have to say, you know, it, but I have to tell you, it's got a face only a mother could love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not going to look great. As long as it tastes good, that's all that matters. Yes, I yeah. think so. And anyway, it's what looks great or not in a photograph isn't really, it's obviously it's helpful. Um, one of the nice things about TV is that because you can see it coming into being, right. it, it, I think it comes alive a bit more easily. Um, but I think there's room for everything. You know, we want to eat different things on different occasions, both according to the seasons and our mood and what we've got in the house, how much time we have to cook. And, and I think all these things come into play. So, you know, and it has to, you have to think about a variety of different ways of eating. I mean, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. I just <laughs> love thinking about food, talking about food, uh, cooking food, eating food. Nigella, at your live show, I, I assume that you will uh, be cooking, and if so, do... No, I'm not. Oh, you won't be? Okay. No, because you don't... You can't see anything, and in a way, it's never real, you know, cooking, and, you know, all the health and safety things make it a bit hard right. anyway. Yeah. But the point is... You, there's, you don't really need to see something going into a pan and coming out of a pan, if it was a big show. But I'm not... I think I. it's that, in a way, the, the more interaction with an audience and for that to be the whole show, and I'm certainly happy about talking about cooking, obviously, but I don't know that it needs to be just me with everyone staring. I think it's... <laughs> right, yeah. No. Join me. How yeah. long did it take you to work on this cookbook? Because I just recently learned that when a chef makes a cookbook, it's up to like two or three years of taking photos, perfecting the recipes, editing, writing well, the stories. Uh, well, I sort of. I mean, everyone thinks because it's called Cook, Eat, Repeat, um, it's a lockdown project. But the the real truth is it's a pre-pandemic mm. uh, proposition. Cook, Eat, Repeat, I had anyway. I'd started on the recipes. So I suppose 2019, I'd start on the recipes. I hadn't actually uh, written it all just as well, written it really. I'd written a small bit. I pretended I'd written more, but I'm hoping <laughs> I'd more And I, because things had to be changed a lot, and then suddenly 2020 is a different story. And I was um, by myself for four months, and I wrote it then, really. So you had the and time, yeah. Well, you know, because you can be very antisocial because actually that was a benefit because you couldn't get <laughs> <have> jobs. <laughs> it was mandatory. And also it made, then I, had to, I wanted to think about it again because even though the book and the chapters were decided before I had to get rid of one, I didn't feel I had a chapter that was going to be called How to Invite Friends for Dinner Without ha Hating Them or Yourself. <laughs> and, um, and that seemed honestly glaringly wrong once we were all in lockdown and thinking how lovely it would be to be you know, with other people. Right. So I took that out. I wanted then to have a chat, replace it with a chapter about the importance of an evening meal and looking forward to it. Um, and I put in more cooking for one. And, of course, things change. And because 
I was slightly romping around on my own, which meant that I kept adding more recipes, adding pages, and then it had to be edited quite fast. We couldn't do the photo shoot time, so we had to race through it when we did it. So really, you know, we got it done. It came out in the UK in 2020. Okay. Um, by some miracle because <laughs> the times are different. <laughs> they are. Well, but things are opened up now. Yeah, and now yeah. we can all be together en masse and uh, the show with Nigella is going to be uh, November 10th. It will be at the Kimmel Cultural Campus and uh, you can get tickets at KimmelCulturalCampus.org so we look forward uh, forward to your show and you coming to Philadelphia, Nigella and uh, we appreciate right. your time this morning so uh, please have a great t- We hope you have a great time while you're here. I will. Thank you so much, both of you. Our pleasure. Thank you. Nigella Lawson, yeah. guys. And the book, like she said, is called uh, Cook, Eat, Repeat. And uh, she'll be doing this live show. She's great, man. I used, to, I used to love watching her show. And I didn't even realize that some of it was kind of a, a Bob Rossian uh, ASMR type of thing. Yeah. And, well, number one, she's stunningly beautiful, too, and cooked great food and all that sound. Now I know why. Well, she, she now was, I know yeah, why. she was one of the earlier star stars, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. before yeah. HGTV, you would just put on the Food Network and let it sit all day long. Right. She would come on. It was oh. just so uh, smoothing. I forgot to play her outro oh. music. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I play go a couple ahead, more of these? All right, here's... This is a game. Yeah. Think of Guitar Hero, but you're actually, and this is available. Yep. You're you're using a, a trombone-type <laughs> apparatus. The same sort of thing. The icons are sliding down the screen, yep. and you've got to play along. It's called uh, Trombone Champ. Uh, here's, a, here's a classical piece for you. <laughs> this is somebody playing the game. We've got to hold on to these for uh, beds. Oh. oh my goodness! All right, how about this? Let's let's get religious here for a hey. moment, okay? You guys ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That was somebody's pretty good aren't, at playing that. Aren't the high holy days upon us? Are the uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Rosh Hashanah is Monday this weekend. Yeah, uh, I believe. Yeah, so we'll have to hang on to that. There we go. We'll pull that back out. All right, here's um, uh, here's another classical piece.
I've got she's sitting, she's sitting here like it's a Christian science reading room. Oh, I've got to uh, get that. $14.99 on Steam. Is it worth it? Oh, on Steam. Okay. Yes. There you go. Um, but do you have to have the device? Is there a device you have to? Or, or is no, it, I guess I think you, you, you just have to use on the PC. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you could do that. Um, and I. Yeah, are you kidding actually me? Actually, you could do you just Steam through the. Uh, <laughs> so I got the, the game uh, Stray about the cats. That's a Steam game, and I, I'm playing it on the PS5. Oh, okay. Yeah. It has a 95% rating, all positive. Excellent. <laughs> oh, it's Steve. It's... Okay. The Entertainer. <laughs> Let's check this out. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> I'd say that's they somebody, won. That's yeah. somebody who can really play. Yeah. Yeah. Did okay. GarageBand um, put out music, or was it just on the screen? Like, did it make a sound like this? Uh, no, you, you yeah. did, did they, it make a sound when when you played along? Yeah, yeah, like the, the parts would be left out if you missed the notes. All right, okay, yeah, okay, for okay. sure. Uh, but it, it, this sounds more dramatic because with the uh, with GarageBand, uh, you still had like a little bit of a backing. Tr- you had a backing track, but I mean, there might have been some guitar. That was the correct so pitch. that came was, with it. But yeah, the, the drum. It came, there were drums and guitars, right? Yeah, there was yeah. Garage Band. There was Guitar Hero, which oh, was guitar just the guitar. That's what I, that's okay. what I just the guitar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but all right. I, I think we only have one more. <laughs> uh, actually, we have a couple more. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Somebody you can play. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right. Let, let so- me go back to somebody who can't play. Did we do Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Not yet. Oh. oh, there we go. Yeah. This is the first one I yeah. listened to. <laughs> Here we go. together at the end there. You know, we have to do, so we have to do it on the show, A, yeah. and then B, uh, we should probably have a unit at the ready when we do the camp out for hunger. Agreed. Oh. Yeah. And we'll see if uh, maybe our celebrities can take uh, a crack at it, play along with that. That yeah. is a, that is a fun game. So it's called uh, Trombone Champ. <laughs> so we'll see if we can get our version of it uh, to play around with here sometime. All I right. hope there's another version that comes out soon with some ska. Uh, that'd be a little difficult. So yeah. Mighty yeah. Mighty the, the best is when it's it's recognizable, you know. Yep. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we'll check in with the fellas because yes. they are they are screaming across <laughs> uh, uh, New Mexico, maybe in Arizona by now. I don't know, Steve. Let can me you give a check? I'm get an update, right now. and we're going to find out because their goal is to get the winds low. 
before the end of the program and be able to stand on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, you know, per the Eagles uh, song, Take It Easy. We're still showing uh, New Mexico. All right. Well, they're making their way. We'll check in with them when we return. Stay with us. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Round one, fight. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your taste buds. Let's find out where the boys are now. It's a Casey's Big Adventure check-in with Preston and Steve on MMR. Boys are running on Duncan all the way across the country as we speak in their Subaru Ascent. Stopping only to hang out at some uh, Marriott hotels along the way. But they have a goal in mind for this morning, and that is to reach... Winslow, Arizona, and to stand on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, as the song says. Let's see how their progress is going. Casey, Jackie, Kyle, good morning, gentlemen. Hello. I gotta know if your sweet love's gonna stay playing around with the words a little bit there. Yeah, man. Not completely exactly right, but that's all right. Yeah! I noticed last time we spoke to you guys, it was pitch black dark. They're two hours ahead of us, or behind us, thank you. And so, therefore, it was pitch black dark when we spoke to them last, except for the disco lights, which they do have mounted, actually mounted in the car. Here, we go. Kyle just turned them on. I love it. It looks great. But now they're in the daylight, which is wonderful. And you guys are Getting pretty close to Winslow, right, Case? Yeah, we just crossed over the uh, Arizona state line. Uh, we pulled off Bill Weston safely on the side of the road to take a picture uh, in front of the, uh, the the Arizona Grand Canyon State Welcome sign. And uh, what, unfortunately, like so, when we pulled over, there was a fence in between our car and the sign. So we we had to climb the fence. We took video because it was difficult. We'll lose them. One more time, Case. So you, you guys broke up. Oh. You're talking about approaching the oh, side? Okay. Yeah, and there was a fence that we had to climb over that was really, really difficult. We took a video, and, and Kyle's going to send it over for you guys to view because it was, um, I mean, we looked like, like two old men <laughs> trying to climb a fence. It was it's ridiculous looking, but we got the picture. Oh, that's great. All right. so, you know, as you look, and I was trying to figure out, because Jackie has these glasses, these Hollywood, like, uh, he look, if you ever saw the movie Sunset Boulevard with mm-hmm. Gloria Swanson as the old film, silent screen film star who, he, he's kind of rocking that regal old Hollywood look. Yeah. And it's it's very impressive. Oh, Jackie O's. Yeah, ex- yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 You look great. And Jackie O wore a saber tooth tiger tooth around her neck, too. Uh, just like you. By the way, what is that? What is that necklace? 
That's a wild boar from India, believe it or not, Russ. Yeah. Okay. AJ, Jeffy, Jackie, I got a wild boar tooth. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, are you guys, Jackie, or have, have you had a chance to, to shop for any, uh, trinkets or jingling things that you can wear? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw like 20 billboards in a row. Like, wow, what is this place? What is this place? We pull over. It was like a glorified Wawa, but it had everything in it. Exactly. I asked, I said, do you have any wild te- uh, teeth in here? <laughs> and they, they didn't have any. They so you know, said, excuse, all the things I asked. excuse me, where's like, your yeah, wild teeth I'm, section? Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing my uh, sunglasses because like Kate said, the sun came up, but believe it or not, it's freezing. It's when it's 63 degrees. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cold out. Don't worry. It's going to get hot a little bit later. Guys, I, and that's at that same roadside stop, I, I was almost, I was this close to buying a pair of moccasins yeah, until I saw that they were made in China. And I was like, that's... <laughs> Like I, I thought it was going to be made here or something like mm-hmm. that, and then I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not. If it's, if it's not authentic, like New Mexico made moccasins, I'm not buying them. You know, so though, if you, if you do pick up uh, Chinese uh, artifacts, they're made by the local Indians, so there, it, it's, oh. it's a reverse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what's the ETA on your on your GPS saying for an arrival in Winslow? Uh, so your time. It'll be ten twenty-five. We've uh, have a uh, eighty-five miles or one hour and eleven minutes left until we we okay. land. Yeah, we can do that. Arizona. We yep. can do that. Yeah. That's great. Easily. We'll get that in at the uh, at the very end of the show. Real quick, before we chat with you guys any further, uh, I want to take this phone call. We'll come back to you guys in a moment because I think there's a guy named Will uh, William on the line. William, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, William. So uh, we're talking to Casey, but why are you calling right now? Because I just won $1,000. Oh, For MMRs, you who loot. Excellent. Congratulations, William. we got a 1000 bucks for you. Where are you from, man? Bath, Pennsylvania. Bath, Pennsylvania. Where is Bath, Pennsylvania? Where's that near? Uh, a little north of Bethlehem. Oh, wow. I've never heard of it. I've only heard of the other Bath in England. Excellent. Are you in and around that area right now? No. I'm in Newtown Square working. Okay, and uh, do, do, does uh, work take you out on the road? Are you somebody who drives around all day? No, no, no. I'm a heavy equipment operator for local 542. Ah, are you sitting in a piece of heavy equipment right now? Yes, I am. What are you driving? Uh, track loader, 963 track loader. Dude, can you drive that through a house? Yeah, can you <laughs> run over something? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you got a thousand bucks. You yeah. can pay for it, which is awesome. All right. All right. Listen, <laughs> William, thanks for, for listening. We really appreciate it, my man. Thank you. Anytime. There you go. That's Our awesome. latest winner for MMR's You Who Loot, $1,000 right there. Hardworking guy just picked up a grand. Yep. And in about 45 minutes, we're going to do it again. Yeah. It could Love be it. you. So make sure that you are uh, with us for that. Sorry to, uh, to interrupt there, guys, but we had to give away $1,000. I hope you understand. No, it's fine. We're we're just enjoying the scenery, and we're we're passing right by a, uh, a giant uh, freight train right now that I'm doing the math on is about a mile long. Wow. Yes, you'll see them out yeah. there. Yeah, and hey, we can we can see it out your window, Casey. Speaking of yeah. the uh, uh, you know the the landscape and all that, you know, you wanted to you wanted to check out uh, Kansas and see what that was like as you're driving through that. How different is it now in the New Mexico, Arizona area to what you saw when you were driving through Kansas? Well, so, I mean, uh, there's 
just I think uh, Nick, it, the, the foliage, right? Is that the right word? The foliage, foliage. has completely changed. So, um, and 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 actually, what's wild is that you, the um, it's changed from New Mexico to Arizona. Like Arizona seems to be a little bit more um, more mesas, and, and but that's probably just the area. Of, of New Mexico that we, we drove through. It's, I'm sure, you know, the, the whole state is way different. But, um, yeah, like Oklahoma and Kansas uh, were really, really fast but but green. And now, uh, you know, the color has completely changed. To, I mean, there is greenery, but uh, there's a lot of browns and vermilion and uh, vermilion? And pinks and stuff mm, like that. So, wow. yeah. I think vermilion is technically like a pink. It's, well, it's yeah. like a billion, actually. Uh, vermilion is, it's like is, a billion. is, is like, yeah. a, it's like a billion. Yeah. It's like a billion. Casey, yeah, I know, you know, we, there's a goal in mind, and you want to get to uh, Winslow at the end of the show, before the end of the show, but um, you guys are going to drive right through Petrified uh, Forest National Park, and uh, sadly, you're not going to have time to stop, but you do get to go through it, so it technically counts. Okay, good. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, when Steve said that earlier and it was pitch black, I was all bummed out because I thought we were going to drive through in the darkness and I wasn't going to be able to see anything. But, uh, yeah, but, hey, listen, as long as I just get to see it with these two eyes, like, I don't care if we're, if we're you know, cruising at 75 miles per hour if we're, we're, if we're walking through it. Like, just, I want to be able to see it. I want Jackie to see it. Right. Like, you, this uh... guy is so jazzed about just everything that he's seeing. Jackie, have you seen any velociraptors? Come <laughs> <laughs> I saw the caboose of that train. I love the old trains. I, I'm like, Case, you ever jump a boxcar? We should do that one day. Yeah. <laughs> here, he goes, I, I love the old trains. Uh, Jackie, are, are you familiar with the petri- petrified forest and what that is? No. No. Okay. It's a very scared forest. The forest <laughs> is, is scared. trees are terrified. No, it's these uh, these trees, these wood uh, that that is uh, eventually turned into stone over time. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> I like those Cadillacs back there. Yeah, yeah just like those, those started as trees. Yeah, and they ended up turning into American-made uh, so automobiles. Can, so you can kind of tell that Jackie didn't really comprehend what you were saying because he just goes. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't so, really listening. Yeah. He wasn't really listening. Hey. So, so I'm going to have to re-explain this as we're driving through. You got plenty of time. Forest, what you just said. Casey, <laughs> I did have a question about Albuquerque. And, you know, you went by Walter White's house. You went by the uh, the car wash there. And you guys did the, the what did Jackie called the gondola ride. The gondola. Um, but did you <laughs> did you see the uh, the Breaking Bad statues of, of Walter and uh, Pinkman? No, you know what? Oh. We didn't because uh, we were just making time to get to, uh, to to the hotel to relax for a little bit. And then when we went to go uh, for the sunset uh, gondola ride, uh, <laughs> it didn't it didn't leave us enough time to go to the statues. And, and to be honest with you, I think the statues are cool, but they're just statues. They, yeah. they don't actually, they, you oh. know, it's not, it's just talk. It's just talk. No, but it's not like, it's not like the statues were in Breaking Bad. Okay. All right, so, so not a big deal yeah. to you. Well, speaking of Breaking Bad, we'd, we'd like to try something out. We did a contest with you guys yesterday. We did the uh, carpool karaoke. We'd like to do a different kind of uh, contest. Um, and okay. it, it's kind of ties into Breaking Bad, only we're going to call it Breaking Bam Bam. 
Uh, and oh, I love it. It's all Jackie Bam Bam related, and we need to get some callers on the line. Do we have some prizes? We got yes, some movie passes, I think, to give away. Yeah, you want me to go through everything we have? Uh, yeah, whatever you got available. Yeah, well, uh, by the way, two one five two six three WMMR. Essentially, we're going to be asking Jackie some questions. You have to agree or disagree with his answer. Whether it's he's just right that easy. It's kind of like Preston Elliott's Rock Trivia game. Yeah, but, uh, but, but completely different. But totally different. Yeah, we would never rip off our own idea just to make the work easier. It's exactly the same. All right, uh, Marissa, what do we have up for grabs? All right, we have a couple of the. Uh, WMMR t-shirts, the NASA style. Those are brand new in the Ooh, Rock I Shop. Love those. Some tickets to see Paul Reiser at the Keswick next oh. month. Yeah, we had some of those left over. Some uh, greatest beer run ever. This movie looks great. It's uh, We're doing a premiere on Monday. We have a couple more cases of Trogues. Lucky Holler from uh, our friends at Bud. And uh, Chris Stefano is coming to the Fillmore on the 28th of October. So we have a few tickets for those. Okay. Uh, Jackie, this is how this is going to work. We're going to ask you a uh, rock trivia question. Some of these are pretty damn hard. But your extensive knowledge... Uh, has us feeling pretty confident that you'll get these answers correct. Now, here's the thing, though. The caller uh, on the line has to agree or disagree with your answer, whether you are correct or not. So that's why, if you can, if you've ever seen Hollywood Squares, which you probably haven't, but that's okay, you need to try to answer... Well, there you go. We, you need to try to answer confidently, even if you really don't know the answer, so we have it we make it a little bit difficult for our callers on the line to try to decide. So if you don't know an answer, bluff it. Yeah, you can make one up, okay? Yes. All right? Okay. All right, fair All enough. Right. But I have a feeling Jackie, he's he's as encyclopedic knowledge of music, especially in the world of rock. We were talking earlier about uh, the guys and what they're doing, and, and apparently Jackie and Kyle have bonded quite a bit over their knowledge of music, more specifically R&B, because that's kind of Kyle's... Uh, wheelhouse, but uh, Jackie knows a lot about all different kinds yes, of genres does. of music. So uh, oh, he's so nervous, though, guys. When, when well, we, two hours of sleep, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> more than two hours of sleep. But he's really nervous. He doesn't want to look stupid. You but, won't. Uh, you won't. We'll just say you're groggy. Yeah, and these are hard questions. So. Yeah, you haven't had your morning muchacho. <laughs> <laughs> so it's breaking bam bam and we got callers on the line 215-263-WMMR let's uh, start with Joe hey Joe good morning what's happening Preston? yo bud alright we're gonna play this game you just need to agree or disagree with Jackie's answer okay alright alright Jackie here's your first question and it is as follows where did Aerosmith make their first live debut performance uh, not CBGB, CBGB. I want to say Max's Kansas City. We'll say it again. Max's Kansas City. Max's Kansas City. All right, Joe, he says yeah. that they performed first at Max's Kansas City. Do you agree or disagree with Jackie? Disagree. Disagree. You're correct. He was wrong, and that means you are a winner. Hang on the line. Actually, they debuted Jackie at Nipmuc Regional High School in Menden, <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, I mean, everybody knows that. It was a tough one. uh, Mom and Dad's resort, but yep, that's even further back. Yep. All right, so for Joe, we have this. Joe has a pair of tickets to see Chris DiStefano, Right Intention, Wrong Movie Tour, uh, Friday the 28th at 1030 at the Fillmore Philadelphia. Tickets for this show are now available at Ticketmaster. They were sold out, so check uh, soon. All right. Preston, can I hit this really quickly? I want to see what it is. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I thought it was okay. just the ending. Yeah, we'll no, get that. it's uh, Preston Elliott's uh, rock trivia game. game. All right, let's go to Adam. Hey, Adam. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. All right, Adam. We're playing Breaking Bam Bam. Let's give him a question. You ready for this? Yep. 
All right, here we go. Uh, Jackie, at which venue did Pete Townsend first smash his guitar? Uh, the Marquee. It was at the Marquee. He says, Adam, he says it's at the Marquee. Do you agree or disagree? I'll agree. That's incorrect. I'm sorry. Jackie, wake up, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually at London's Railway Club in 1964. You ever heard of the Railway Club, Jackie? I might have read it once or twice, but yeah, you got me on that one. These are hard, man. These are are difficult questions. They are. They are very hard. All right, let me go. He's so sad right now, guys. I know. He's so sad. He's like, I got two answers wrong. Jackie is... Jackie's knowledge is insane, so we, we purposely made these difficult so you'd have a game to play. Yep. All right, I'll, I'll find some ones that I think you know the answer to. Let's go to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right, Stephen. Uh, breaking Bam Bam, and we are breaking him because we're giving him difficult questions. Uh, but you ready to try this? Yeah. All right, Jackie, here's your question. In which country was Metallica bassist Cliff Burton killed? Uh, the ice skated, uh, uh, Scandinavia, where was Scott, uh, where's Scotland? It's where the museum is right now. I can't pick it off the top of my tongue. Begins with an S, I want to say. So if I, I'm going to help you out here. Okay. Is it Sweden? Is it Switzerland? Is it your, your, no, no, neither. Something with an S where the, uh, something with an S. Uh, In which country? All right, which country was Metallica bassist Cliff Burton killed? They were on tour with Ozzy. The bus slid off the ice. Yeah. I'm there, but I'm not there. Uh, You don't know what country was it? Was it here? Well, it's not the United States. We'll give it. Okay. It's not the United States. Yeah, that's. Uh, We haven't been in Europe for a long time. He's. Can 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 you? If he says Scandinavia, can that's a group of countries? Can we give him that? We'll go with that. Yeah, All right, you uh, want to uh, say Scandinavia? Yeah, All we'll right. go with that answer. Stephen, do you agree or disagree with Scandinavia as a group of countries? Since he took forever, I'm going to say false. No, you would, been, you would you would have been right. Sorry. Uh, uh, it was Sweden. Sweden. Which is in Scandinavia. Oh, he even said Sweden at one point. I should know. I do Metallica Monday every Monday night. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know what they were driving. What? A patrol bus, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Sadly, yeah, right on black ice. Took them away. All right. We'll go to another caller. Uh, Jackie is 0 for 3 at this point. We'll go to Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. (laughs) Good morning. All right, Eric, we're playing Breaking Bam Bam, and we're we're breaking him. Uh, Let's see. All right. How about this one? Jackie. What was the name of the band both Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley were members of before forming KISS? Oh, it had something to do with the New York Dolls, kind of. Oh. No, no. Uh, sweet, uh. He's really selling it. Think Scandinavia. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. And remember, if you don't know the answer, you're supposed to bluff. Yeah, uh, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twist, like, oh, Twisted. Uh, nah, not Twisted Sister. It was Italian. Eric Dahl's Twisted Sister. I can't think of the name. Twisted Sister. Scarlet Fever. 
Yeah, it's my band, Scarlet Fever. That was it. He's selling uh, it. He is selling it. <laughs> He's really selling it, guys. He's a good actor. You have to, you have to understand. He is so depressed right now. Like, he really I'm is. Not, he, no, I'm not. I know my music. You, you do. You gotta, you gotta be jazz. Like, pretend like you're a mummer right now, and like, and, and, and you can't hear the music. What would you do if you couldn't hear? You would just dance anyway. So dance, monkey, dance. I uh, uh, Star Child. Uh, Star Child. Yeah, right. he's going with Star Child. Eric, do you agree or disagree? I gotta go to work. I have to disagree. Yeah, very good, and you win. By the way, hang on. Eric, uh, we're going to give you some beer, I believe. Uh, yeah, Marissa. We have a prize from our friends at Trogues. Trogues Lucky Holler Hazy IPA. It's a hoppy, hazy harvest ale delivering bright waves of pineapple, juicy citrus, and ripe passion fruit. So good, you'll want to holla. Pick up a six-pack today at your local Acme market. By the way, Jackie, the name of the band was Wicked Lester. Ah, okay. Yeah, do you remember that? J.J. French, it had a twisted, it had a twisted sister connection. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Was J.J. French in uh, in Wicked Lester? Well, he auditioned, he auditioned, and all that. So yeah, there was a tie in there. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we'll get one. We'll get He's one. So mad. I know. We'll go. We'll go to Matt next. Hey, Matt. Hey. All right, <laughs> Matt. We've. <laughs> What's that? He's he said sad. he's sad. Jackie goes, no, I'm not. All right. So, so sad. We are, we're playing Breaking Bam Bam. Uh, let's go. All right. Here we go. Uh, let me see. How about this? What famous rocker arranged the strings on the Rolling Stones classic, She's a Rainbow? John Paul Jones. He says, John Paul Jones. Matt, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to give him one. I'll agree with this one because it's the Stones. That is correct! He actually got two. He gave him Scandinavia. That's true, yes. All right. All right, so you got it right, Matt. Hang on the line. Here's what we have for you. Oh, I'm so excited. That's my favorite Stone song. And you, Matt, have won a case of Trogues. It's our final case for the week. Lucky Holler Hazy IPA, a hoppy, hazy harvest ale, delivering bright waves of pineapple, juicy citrus, and ripe passion fruit. Pick up a six-pack at your local Acme market. All right, we will go to another caller. And uh, Breaking Bam Bam is what we're doing because the guys were in Albuquerque where they filmed Breaking Bad. We're doing Breaking Bam Bam, and I have Drew on the line. Hey, Drew. Yo, ever heard of Cheers, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. That was eerily good. Yeah. Let's That's try. It should be. Let's try this one out. Uh, Drew, we're going to ask Jackie the question. We'll see if you agree or disagree. Jackie, which guitarist, which rock and roll guitarist once won a national squirrel shooting contest? Who do you think in the world of rock would win something like a national squirrel shooting contest? I'm going to say Uncle Theodore, the Nuge, as in Ted Nugent. I'm he says, animals, I'm yeah, yeah. Ted Nugent, Drew, agree or disagree? Oh, my God, this is hard, man. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to uh, disagree. No, Jackie got oh, Jackie it right. Oh, you do not get the prize. It was indeed Ted Nugent who won a squirrel shooting contest. <laughs> and that was a good deduction. Absolutely. What you guys talking about, Casey? I'm just trying to coach him into answering the question because even though he knew it was Ted Nugent, he was like, I'm thinking Ted Nugent. No, like, dude, 
I don't know. I'm just coaching him along. Well, yeah. you being know-it-all, and I'm not a know-it-all. <laughs> just keep saying dance monkey. Yeah. I just want you to be happy. Yeah. No, because here's the deal. When we get when we get done this call, he's going to be gonna so go sad. No, you're not. He's going to be so sad. And he's going to be like, those guys, they're so mad at me because I didn't know the answer. No! And, the, and it's not about that. Jackie. It's not about that. It's about that you got to entertain. Yeah, Casey is exactly right. We, we I specifically made sure we, we hunted down. Very, these are ins- this is insane level. Your yeah, knowledge, you you're an encyclopedia of music knowledge. This would be tough for anybody. I'm in the, I'm in the ballpark, but the pin them, Steve. No, yeah, you're, you're, little, you're doing great. You're doing great. All right, you ready to try this, Jackie? All right, we'll keep them right. keep coming. Yeah. All right, we'll go to another caller, and I have uh, Ryan who's on the line. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Hey, good morning. Is this the uh, Lobster Man hotline? Yeah. Lobster Man hotline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got us. All right, Ryan, let's try this out. Another question for Jackie. I think you might know this one, Jackie. Uh, who appeared as the Hillbilly Band in Back to the Future 3? Okay, so what rock band appeared as the Hillbilly Band in the movie Back to the Future 3? ACDC. He says ACDC. Ryan, what do you think? You agree or disagree? Uh, uh, I'm going to disagree. You are correct. Jackie is wrong. Easy top. It was easy oh, top. Casey yeah. got that right. Exactly. So, Ryan, I we have... I was trying to scramble the alphabet. <laughs> I was giving you the answer. I was drawing the two Z's on the dashboard. That was my knee. All right, we have a prize for Ryan. What are we going to give him? All right, Ryan, you have the brand new MMR T-shirt. It is a black T-shirt, pink imprint that says NASA right on the front. It is on sale for now, right now at the Rock Shop at WMR.com for twenty bucks. Other merch is PNS Show designs, throwback MMR logos, truckle. Trucker hats, mugs, so much more. Check that out. All right, I think we got time for a few more yeah. quickies here. Uh, we will go next. Hey, guys, we're going through the uh, Petrified National Forest. Oh, right now. Ah, cool. How are you? That's awesome. All right, well, yeah. uh, if you yeah. see something cool, let us know. Uh, I have Nicole who's on the line who's going to play, and uh, let's get to her next. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, morning it. So we're doing Breaking Bam Bam. I have a question for Jackie. Let's see if you agree or disagree with his answer. Jackie, in 1969, door singer Jim Morrison was arrested at a concert in Miami for doing what? He pulled out his number one, undid his leather pants and that cool buckle, and exposed himself. All right, exposing himself. And, Nicole, do you agree or disagree with that answer? Big words. He sounded pretty confident. I'm a little nervous about this, but I'm going to agree. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. And you use a big word like exposure. And you got it right, so here's what we have for you, Nicole. All right, Nicole, you as well won the brand-new Preston and Steve WMMR NASA-style shirt. Head on over to WMMR.com to check out the other merch, including PNS Designs, MMR Logos, Trucker Hats, and more on WMMR.com. Uh, Casey, can you see a little bit of the uh, the Petrified Forest as you're driving through? Because sometimes when you drive through those uh, the, the national parks and things, you have to kind of meander through before you get to the real attraction. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything yet. Case- we do see some really beautiful uh, cliffs off into the, the distance right now. You can so actually the, hear the, the, the forest. It's gorgeous. You can listen yeah, carefully. Can you? you can hear the forest, yeah. I'm scared. 
Petrified. It's petrified. Yeah. Petrified these questions. All right. <laughs> good segue, Jackie. Let's go back to the game. I'm going to go to Alex next. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, Jackie, I actually work with a guy bobbing with apples. Bobbing with apples? Does oh. It... Yeah. You know that guy? You know that guy, Jackie? He's a full-time vampire. I did a Halloween uh, vampire bash, and he, you know, he bobbed for apples, and he won some prizes off. He's a professional apple bobber? Yeah. He's an apple bobber. He's <laughs> an apple bobber. Right. I'm your basic bobble. What are you doing? I'm an apple bobber. <laughs> I do general bar- bobbing, all yep. sorts of produce. <laughs> all right, Alex, here we go with a question for Jackie. Jackie, we'll go back to your favorite subject, the Rolling Stones. What was the Rolling Stones' first album without Bill Wyman? Without Bill, Bill left in 89, the Voodoo Lounge tour. All right, he says Voodoo Lounge. Alex, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to have to agree with him on that one. That is correct. Absolutely correct. Hang on a second, Alex. Here's what we have for you. All right, Alex, you have a pair of tickets to the event screening of the greatest beer run ever on Monday, September 26th at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia, hosted by Casey Boy, his first event back. Click contest at WMMR.com for another chance to win. All right. <laughs> Let's go to another caller. We're playing Breaking Bam Bam. They were in Albuquerque where they filmed Breaking Bad, so we figured we would play a game with Jackie called Breaking Bam Bam, and we're trying them out on these difficult rock trivia questions. It's Nick, who's our next contestant. Hey, Nick, how you doing, bud? Hey, how you doing? Awesome. All right, we're going to pose a question to Jackie. Let's see if you agree or disagree with his answer. Jackie, before... I would love to be in that choir with that. Oh, that's oh, great. We're so glad you're enjoying it, man. All right, before joining Black Sabbath, Geezer Butler and Ozzy Osbourne played together in what band? Uh, they were in a band called Shamrock. Shamrock. All right, and Nick, do you agree or disagree? Disagree. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nick is correct. (laughs) Jackie was wrong. Jackie, the band was Rare Breed. Rare Breed. But that's how you play this game. Jackie, you did a great job on that. pretended like he knew the answer. Well done. I don't know Rare Breed, but yeah. Cool. Let's keep going. All right. uh, What are we going to set up Nick with, Marissa? All right, Nick, you want a pair of tickets to see Chris Stefano Right Intention Wrong Movie Tour Friday, October 28th at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. The early show was sold out. These are for the late show. Check Ticketmaster.com to see if more tickets are available. Nice. Now we were told that. All right, what's that? What are you guys talking about? Wait, there's a rainbow over to our right. Aww. Yeah, there's a rainbow. Take a picture of it, Bam Take a picture. Yep. All right, we, then we have to pause for a moment because Jackie's going to take a picture. We actually have a rainbow question if you want, Chris. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Did we already ask that question? Yeah, we a rainbow question. Well, sort of. Well, yeah, we did yeah, that. she's a rainbow. Yeah, she's a rainbow. We did that. Uh, we did that. Okay. Yep. All right, so let's go to uh, John next. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. All right, John, playing Breaking Bam Bam. I'm going to ask him a question. Let's see if you agree or disagree Okay. Uh, with that answer. All right, Jackie, let's see if you know in which year nope. were Leonard Skinner's Ronnie Van Zant, Steve Gaines, and Cassie Gaines killed in a plane crash in South Carolina. What year did that plane crash happen? 1977. <laughs> he says 1977. Our contestant answered. I agree. And Jackie, Jackie agrees. So that's right, Jackie, you win. Jackie! What did Jackie win? No additional prize. The album with the flames on it for no additional prize. The yeah. uh, MCA released a couple. What was it called? For no additional prize, my man. All right. Tell me the name of that album. 
Well, I already put him on hold, so yeah. uh, he's... But, uh, oh, okay. What was Street the name of the album? Survivors. What was it? Street Survivors. Okay. Street Survivors. Street yeah, Survivors. Yeah, flames around it, yep. All yep. right, and what do we have for uh, for John? John has a ticket, pair of tickets to see Paul Reiser Friday, November 11th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, Pennsylvania. Tickets are on sale now at Axis.com. All right, let's do, let's do one more. All right. And then we'll take a break. Okay. And uh, we will go to, let's see, who do we not get to you? Brian, I believe. So we're going to go to him. Uh, Brian, good morning. I have three testicles. <laughs> That's uh, good, too. We have a tr- on this road trip. Why is Gary Lauer not on this road trip? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Believe it or not, Brian, the name was thrown around for a moment, but... We just couldn't take the, the chance. We thought, how many states has he wanted in? <laughs> All right, let me find a fitting last question to ask Jackie. I don't want to give it a... Uh, okay, I like this one. All right. <laughs> That's why. That's why we didn't yeah. send. All right, so, uh, Jackie, here's your question. Which member of the band Queen was the first to release... A solo album, right? Which member of the band Queen was the first to remove, or not to remove, to release a solo album? Did we lose him? Say Dr. Brian May. He says Dr. Brian May. Uh, Brian, do you know the answer? I mean, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to have to agree with that. That's wrong. I'm sorry. Roger Taylor was the first person to actually have a solo album. I didn't didn't know that. that. No. I would have thought it was Freddie. Right. Mercury, but no, incorrect. So, uh, there you go. Hey, Jackie, you did a great job, man. You did a great job. Yeah. 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 Jackie, 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 Jackie. So those were tough questions, man. That but fun, that's you. the way it's supposed to be. But you uh, you had uh, uh, a respectful uh, display, and you got a few of those right. And then the, the other ones you started to figure out. You played along how the game plays, and uh, we gave some stuff away, and made people happy. Casey, how far? I was for some Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella! You know what? Yeah, that's definitely your forte. We should get into the uh, uh, the hair metal band stuff someday. Uh, Casey, what's your GPS saying as far as how much time before you guys pull into Winslow? Well, here, let me ask you a quick question. What time is it where you guys are? It is nine forty-two a.m. Okay, so we're now officially. Um, uh, three hours behind you guys. Oh, so, so you now? Know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now it's six forty-two a.m. in Arizona. Wow. Uh, and we are going to arrive in Winslow uh, in thirty-eight minutes. Thirty-eight minutes. That's yeah, that's fine. Perfect. So roughly ten thirty or so, we should have you guys standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, and it's ready to go. Such a fine sight to see. It is. And with that, we will check back in with you guys in a little while. All right, Casey? All right, over and out. All right, keep it up, gentlemen. Their trek across the country continues, and we will follow every step of it and have every bit along the way. So make sure that you stay with us, and when they arrive... We'll have them standing on the corner. Apparently, there's a listener that works across the street from there. Oh, it's an ice cream place. And they're going to bring him something. I don't know exactly what is happening, but we'll find out a little bit. So, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We will come back in a second, and The Bizarre File is up next. Stay with us. Be part of Casey's big adventure. 
Do I really want to be the guy who speaks in the third person? Go to WMMR.com right now to see my travel log with lots of video and photos of my trip to California with Jackie Bam Bam. Or you can use the new MMR app. We got, you know, a couple of minutes. We got like three minutes before uh, we have the YooHoo loot. So uh, we'll spend, uh, before rather than get right into the Bizarre file, we'll hold off on that. We'll do the YooHoo loot in a moment. But I do want to mention that we have uh, the Daily Rush videos are up. The newest one is Casey's Big Adventure Day 2. Uh-huh. Uh, the Weary Travelers made it to St. Louis, visit some of my old stomping grounds to return an artifact once thought lost. And we also have day one, which is essentially just the kickoff here out in our parking lot. Yes, a lot of fun. Sending the guys out on the road. We had uh, the uh, the fire trucks and the drum line and all that good stuff. Uh, so these uh, videos are now available, and you can be the first to see the newest Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. And if you want to see even more coverage of their trip across the country, go to PrestonandSteve.com and click on Casey's Big Adventure because uh, there's all kinds of uh, posts there as well. Can I issue an apology? Please. I got something wrong, and I want to uh, make good on it. Um, Yesterday, I insisted, and I was completely (laughs) wrong, that uh, Dancing with the Stars will only be on Disney Plus for a little bit, and uh, then we'll return to ABC. Okay. And because I was so sure in my tone, a guy named Manny told his wife, no, 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 it's going to be on ABC next week. And his wife, Shauna, bet him... $20 $20 that oh, she was man. right and he was wrong. And Manny was like, no, I was listening to Nick on Preston and Steve yesterday and he you lost was him certain bucks. I lost him $20. <laughs> so congratulations, Shauna. I'm sorry, Manny. And uh, he just requested a shard out and, uh, and an apology. Yeah, so. yeah okay. no, we'll All definitely right. do that in one second. All right. And then Marissa. Marissa has a make good of some type. Okay. She mentioned it to me earlier yeah. this morning but didn't tell me what it is. You or, slept with Manny. Or you wanted to admit... <laughs> You weren't supposed to tell him. His wife was listening. Or you wanted to admit well, something? I want to or... admit something. We're all getting things off of our chest. <laughs> yeah. And this has been bothering me for a few days. Uh, I, I had an extra ticket to an event, and I it was a concert. And I, I texted my friend, and I said, do you want to go to the show? And the immediate text back was, well, what time is it? Oh. And, like, don't, like, concert time. Like, right, concert, right. concerts are seven or eight, right? Okay. Like, I think it's kind of annoying. To somebody, it's not like a game. Like, oh, is it a one o'clock game? Is it a four o'clock game? Is it a night game? Like, right. those can be different. But what time is the concert? Uh-huh. Is you, a little annoying. That rattled your chains. That got me. I don't know if that would get to me. What no, is, uh, I. That's like that's literally the first question I ask because if it's too late, I'm not going. Yeah, but don't you know what you know what time a concert is? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to start say. Different times. Like, there's some, some that. Yeah, but there's but do they go on at t- like? That's do a good you know question. What I, mean? I need to know that. Like when when I went to see Imagine Dragons, they went on pretty early, so it was perfect for me. I was like, yep, I'm in. We're going. Boom. Uh, but there's some where they don't take the stage till 9 o'clock. I can't go. But we usually don't know that until right before the show. Like, maybe you can find out what time they, they go they figure you're on. very informed because you're in the industry. Well, and yeah, also, when out? did you ask them the day of? No, like a day or two out. <laughs> <laughs> Seven or eight. Seven or eight is concert time. Uh... The question is, like, do you want to go see the opener? I'm afraid it's a little presumptuous of you, Marissa. <laughs> well, but the people I asked were like concert people. Yeah. So like okay. con- seven or eight. Well, were know, they concert people or, or mansion people? <laughs> <laughs> mansion people can afford to be concert they would, people. Yeah, they yeah, don't have they to worry. They the, the really expensive. They fall back on their vast wealth and laugh at us. I knew you guys would make fun of me for this one, but it's really been wearing on me. All right. Okay. I, I think you're causing uh, yourself a lot of agita for no reason. It bothered you that they <laughs> yeah. asked you that? that? That was the first question. You should have rescinded the offer then and, and just told them to F off. Yeah, that too. I thought it's you were concert gonna, time, you dicks. I thought you were going to be somewhat offended because it's look, it's the free tickets. Yeah. What are you asking? <laughs> what, yeah. what are you asking? Time over here, you know? Were they free? Yeah, 
Yeah. Or were you going to make him pay? No, 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 no. It was going to be a free ticket. I was just yeah, looking for a friend. You like the Wiggles. Just, do you want to be my friend or not is all I'm asking. All right. Real quick. <laughs> what time? Real quick. <laughs> That's why I never text you, Kathy. <laughs> it, it's almost 10 o'clock, so let me do these two quick shout outs right. or I will not get to them. Uh, let's see. It says, hey, I, I, this was for the 21st, so I'm late on this. And listen, since Y100, my 65th birthday, Wednesday, September 21st, would love to have you guys give me a shout out and a happy birthday. I listen every day, so anytime this month would be great. I uh, love your show, but as a Broadway fan, I yell at the radio every time you guys get something wrong uh, or Broadway-related wrong. That's okay, though. I still love you guys. Hope to see you at the camp out. I'll usually try to be there. Thanks so much. That's from Louise Niklicky. So there you go. Happy birthday to you, Louise. And then one last one that says, hey, it'd be awesome if you could give a birthday uh, shout out. Uh, a massive fan of yours. Um, it says it is T18 Days Oh, T minus 18 oh, yes. till my boyfriend's birthday. So oh. we're supposed to be on the 20th, and I missed it by a couple days. I'm sorry about that. His name is Bob. Bob. And recently just started up a small business. I'm so proud of him, and I think this would honestly make him day his day, if not his year. If he heard it from you guys, much love. That is from Mara. And then she says uh, he's a huge, huge mega fan, longtime listener, 15 years. Uh-huh. Uh, never heard or listened to you guys before, but since dating him, I listen every morning on my commute to work. And it would be the mean the world if you could do it. So rage on. That is from Mara. So here you go. Happy birthday, Bob. All right. Now we can do this. Here it is. MMRs. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. All right. The word is invest. And you may do that with it. It's $1,000 after yes. you win this. Invest. I-N-V-E-S-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that in three ways for you to do it. You can uh, text it. Special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry is going to get $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it's all sponsored by Horizon Services. So once again, the word for you to enter is invest. I-N-V-E-S-T. Good luck to you. Right now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, focused on being the best at one thing and getting it right every time. I want them. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, coming soon to Fairless Hills in the court at Oxford Valley. One love. All right, we're going to start with this story. And listen, I, uh, I, I, when it comes to uh, transgender and... Um, uh, I'm, I'm an ally. Okay. I'm all for you being who you feel that you, you are. You do you. But this story is a little ridiculous because okay. I saw the pictures. A Canadian high school has said that it will it would be illegal to criticize and stop a trans teacher from wearing huge prosthetic breasts in class. So I saw the pictures. It's ridiculous. So, Kathy, it's not it's not like it bucks them. These are anime like just Beyond, beyond, and they like hang down by the guy's or, or by the woman's yeah. stomach, and the nipples and are the like nipples eight are inches long, gigantic. Yeah. And this is a school teacher, Kayla Lemieux, a manufacturing technology teacher, which is kind of like a shop teacher, I think. Recently, yes. was recently pictured instructing a shop class with the large prosthetics on, which stretched her clothing and stuck out prominently. Kathy, take a look at the all picture right, over right, here. Go. 
uh, by Nick. God, come on. I know. Come on. Uh, despite, like despite the heavy backlash and reports that some students are skipping class, the school board defended the teacher and said that it would no longer answer questions about the issue because it was a personal matter. Uh, the district also claimed that infringing, uh, interfering, or criticizing the teacher would go against the Ontario Human Rights Code. So they're obligated uh, to uh, let uh, Kayla be- wear this. But it, I think it seems probably... like it would be dangerous around shop equipment. <laughs> also, well, they could probably talk to her about putting a bra on. That too. No, no, that's not part of it. Because this is apparently a uh, an anime type of fetish. Okay. It's called. It, it roughly translates to something like like milk. Milk explosion or something like that. <laughs> and uh, that's the way you got to wear them when you're doing your shop class. Uh, meanwhile, you, you, you think like a bandsaw would peel those right off. That's what I was thinking. Meanwhile, parents and students at the high school appeared split on the issue. Owen LaPlante, a 12th grade of the school, told the Toronto Sun that, well, uh, some people support Lemieux. Others are not comfortable with the situation. He said, I'm okay with it. Uh, I know some of my friends are a little uncomfortable with it, but I think she should be able to express herself however she wants to. Another student in the 10th grade uh, said that most of the kids in school seem to have brushed off the incident. I don't really hear anyone talking about it, and I think maybe we uh, don't care about all of that. But you you would want to you'll want to see the, the picture. It's pretty wild. Some of the kids were like, you're still going to impose a dress code on us? Yeah. Can, can we relax a little uh, bit? True. <laughs> All right, uh, a motor, the motorcyclist, this is a follow-up story. The motorcyclist who led cops on a high-speed chase because he was uh, trying to show off for a female passenger oh, no. with whom he was on a first date with has pleaded guilty to a felony <laughs> uh, and will be uh, serving two months in jail, according to Florida court records. Taylor Beverly, a 23-year-old Tampa resident, copped Thursday to a fleeing or eluding charge in connection with the chase last year. In addition to the time behind bars, uh, he'll be uh, having a suspended driver's license for a year and pay about $700 in fines. After Beverly blew a red light in front of a squad car, oh. police began chasing his Suzuki, which weaved in and out of traffic while running additional lights and traveling well over 100 miles per hour. <laughs> while Beverly was fleeing, his passenger later told police that she was screaming at him to stop, but he refused, referring to Beverly and the woman. A cop noted that, this was their first date. Upon being apprehended at What's an intersection, wrong, baby? <laughs> uh, Beverly confessed and stated that he was trying to show off for his date, you know, yeah. by leading cops on a high-speed pursuit. So I'll call you. Uh, court records show that Beverly, who works for a roofing company, has previously been convicted of grand theft, cocaine possession, passing a bad check, and probation violation. Following a 2019 motorcycle crash, Beverly was cited for reckless driving and driving an unregistered vehicle. Let's burn things. I, uh, and I, you know what? I usually don't report on um, tractor trailers that spill things on the road because they're they happen every single day. Uh, but this one is interesting. A Florida highway was littered with hundreds of cans of beer early Wednesday morning, as police say uh, it was a crash involving five semi tractor trailers in a five. Pile. I've never heard of that many no, crashing together. No. The Florida Highway Patrol said two semi-trucks stopped on Interstate 75 in Hernando County about 6 a.m. on Wednesday after one of the vehicles had rear-ended the other. And three other semi-trucks and a pickup truck then became involved in the crash. Uh, the last semi-truck to strike the stop ve- strike the stop vehicles ended up spilling its load of Coors beer <laughs> on the roadway. Uh, no serious injuries were reported from the incident, but there's debris how everywhere. Do you, how do you close off the area and keep people from running in and grabbing up all that beer? Yeah, totally. Did exactly. you see the footage of the truck flying over the overpass and uh, turning over? No. Exploded into flames. What? It looks, Uh-oh. Preston, it looks 
It's 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 a full truck, Nick, a full eighteen wheeler. The guy, sadly, the driver died, but it looks like a Hollywood special effect. Wow! All right, moving on to this story, and I only bring this up because of this guy's name, Leonard Glenn Francis, who was on house arrest in San Diego and weeks away from sentencing, removed his GPS tracker on September fourth. He has pleaded. He had pleaded guilty in two thousand fifteen to bribing Navy officials. In a $35 million scandal, his nickname is Fat Leonard. <laughs> fat Leonard. Yes. And it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a, a Fat Albert character. Right. It sounds like a Bill Cosby <laughs> thing. Yeah, Fat Leonard. Uh, Francis was captured by Venezuelan authorities who had been made aware that he was on the run by Interpol and was trying to board a plane bound for another country. Fat Leonard had entered the country from Mexico. And if you're not careful, you might learn something. Uh, with a stopover in Cuba, his final destination was Russia, by the way. So, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. It's Fat Leonard. Uh, he was apprehended at Simon Bolivar International Airport and remained in Venezuelan custody while U.S. Marshals and other federal authorities Work out details of his extradition to the United States. God, that makes you think about when Bill Cosby was, you know, oh, he's this guy's trying to help out kids and yep. teach him stuff and yep. delightful characters. All right, and that is what we're going to wrap the Bizarre File with right now. You have about uh, six minutes to enter our Yoohoo Loot word for this hour, which is invest, I-N-V-E-S-T. So get on that, do it now. You can enter invest to our by texting it to our special contest short code number, which is four five nine one one, or you can enter it via the MMR app or at wmmr.com. But you should go ahead and do that right now, friend. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Get the lesson question, the trash, and the music news. The fellas are getting close to Winslow, Arizona, where they are indeed going to stand on a corner. Take pictures, and uh, apparently there's a Preston and Steve listener who works right across the street from that famous corner. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're getting close to giving away a word of the week prize. We will give that away tomorrow. Brent Porsche will help us along here in a little bit and get the letter of the day. And then Brent has your chance to win a thousand bucks as well at nice. noon. And then, well, he does it noon, and then it happens again at three. So Jackson will be in for that. Or is Jackson out always? No, Jackson is just off on Monday. Okay, he's back now. So uh, your chance to win many, many times throughout the day. And the details wmmr.com. It was it's MMR's uh, YooHoo loot. <laughs> Uh, we will be checking back in with Casey's Big Adventure in a little while. They should be pulling into Winslow, Arizona in the next 10, 15 minutes or so. And we'll get them standing on a corner, which was their goal uh, for today. And it uh, looks like it's going to happen. And they've been uh, they've been holding fast. 
getting up at ridiculously early hours. Oh, it only gets tomorrow's going to be worse. More dramatic because they're getting on for our show, but they're three hours back. So, yeah. so their day's going to start like three o'clock in the morning. Tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But then they then they arrive and. Uh, tomorrow, they're you know the goal is to get into Los Angeles by the end of the show, and that's the the mission is complete. And dip those tootsies in the Pacific, right? Yep, yep exactly. All right. In the meantime, let's give some away. We have a lesson question prize. We have a four pack of tickets for WWE Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center Saturday, October eighth, and we need to know uh, why is this not working? Hang on, there we go. We need to know the answer to this question. Um, the Kansas man was sentenced five years for performing illegal autopsies, decided that he's going to go back to which other medical field? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. The Kansas man who was sentenced to five years of performing illegal autopsies decided that he is going to go back to which other medical field? Let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. While you call, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what's... Uh, hang on. Uh, we got wait here. till you hear this. All right, brought to you this morning by... Liberty Safes of New Jersey. Shopping for a safe, Liberty Safes of New Jersey carries the full line of Liberty Safes and all the accessories. You can visit them at one of their showrooms on Route 130 in Bordentown or Route 73 in Mount Laurel or online at LibertySafesNJ.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Olivia Wilde addressed life as a newly single parent on Tuesday's Kelly Clarkson show. Wilde told Clarkson that it's now all on her to ask the nanny how the kids are doing. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brad Pitt debuting some new paintings in Finland recently at a show. The 58-year-old actor says he is especially proud of two pieces called This Is My House and another called Hand Turkey. <laughs> 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 Zach Shalkos, who, spent, uh, who sent himself home from this season of The Bachelorette, responding to skeptics online saying he's far too young to get married. Zach posted a message on Instagram saying, that he can do a cartwheel. Oh. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if someone knows the answer to the question. The Kansas man who was sentenced to five years uh, performing illegal autopsies decided that he is going to go back to which other medical field? And we go to Sean, who is on the line. Hi, Sean. Good morning. There's a field of big hole called gynecology. Yes, yeah. gynecology is correct. You got it right, and we are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for WWE Extreme Rules at the Wells Fargo Center. Saturday, October 8th. Tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Come on. Yeah. There we go. Brought to you this morning by Apple TV Plus. The greatest beer run ever is in theaters and streaming on Apple TV Plus September 30th. And you can go to apple.com slash the greatest beer run ever to get it. Uh, Blink-182's Mark Hoppus released more positive news about his health on Wednesday. He shared on Instagram that his most recent scan came back clean. Excellent. And he continues to be cancer-free. He posted, thankful for every day that I get to be here. Love you all. Hoppus was diagnosed with lymphoma in April of last year and has been open with fans about his cancer journey, including his struggles with depression and thoughts of suicide. You know, so in this time that we live in, and obviously cancer still presents formidable challenges for a lot of people, 
Um, it's okay to be positive and even optimistic about. Here's a perfect example. Look at how how far back he's come and how well he's doing. So it's very encouraging to hear stuff like this. Yeah, there's a report out this morning that uh, cancer is at an all time low, and they're getting more and more. Uh, equipped to deal with people and if not able to cure, at least to delay things for a long time and to get more life out of that. But a lot of it has to do with immunotherapy uh, and things like that. Big advances. We're in in a great place uh, than, you know, more so than, say, 20, 25 years ago. Uh, He went through chemotherapy last year and five months following his uh, initial diagnosis, he was declared cancer-free. Smashing Pumpkin singer, songwriter Billy Corgan admitted that his guitar riff based songs are usually inspired by his early metal guitar heroes. Uh, Corgan thrilled fans with the news of the latest Pumpkins project, which is called Autumn, and it will drop in April of next year. Uh, he's uh, shed light on his guitar influences, explaining Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath. He's my hero. Wow. And Tony wrote those riffs that when you hear them, and this is pretty interesting how he puts this. He says, it's like a movie. In my mind, I always call it Cosmic Sabbath. When I would listen to Sabbath, I would feel like I was peering into the universe. That's the way it made me feel, even as a little kid. So for me, a great riff has to kind of make you feel something bigger. I know what he's talking about. You know, I had friends that were way in the Sabbath when I was young. And I was like a fringe Sabbath fan. To be honest, they kind of scared me a little bit. Right, right. But when I would hear those songs like War Pigs or Sweet Leaf or or, uh, uh, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, I would have strong visual images in my mind of something. And it was always dark, usually, you know, because all that music was. But but it's a... The the image you get in in your mind is of someone arranging succulents. Right, yes, yes. (laughs) Something along those lines. Their moms, you know, or something. But he doing uh, arts and crafts. No, I'd never heard it <laughs> articulated like that, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, Corgan went on to say, "There's a thin line uh, between cartoonish and owning the space." He said, "Bands like Judas Priest and Sabbath, and even Accept, uh, they all have something about owning the metal, and it's like you've got to believe it." So it's so funny because he's that's the, the he's talking about foundational rock for him, and it's something you wouldn't associate with him. Yeah, it's not uh, it, that that sound didn't bring him to the dance. Right. You know what I mean? He did his own thing, but he was inspired by it uh, growing up, and that's what kind of taught him. That sound dropped him the... off at the dance and waited in the parking lot until he was done. That's right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, and then uh, finally, just one more quick story: uh, Ghost singer, and I never would have guessed this, uh, Papa Emeritus the Fourth, also known as Tobias Ford, right, who yeah. we've had here on a couple of occasions. Announced on Twitter yesterday that he will be throwing out the ceremonial first pitch at the Chicago White Sox game <laughs> tonight. Right. Now, I guess he's going to be dressed as Papa Emeritus, which will be hilarious if that is indeed the case. Uh, and Take me out <laughs> to the ball game. Take me out to the park. Uh, actually, we have his. Uh, you have the music? Yeah. earlier, Chuck was like, dude, I was crying <laughs> listening to that. 
so, yeah, this is tonight. Uh, the Sox are hosting the uh, Cleveland Guardians at the Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, tonight is 7 o'clock, so I've got to see footage of this the later Cleveland on. Guardians? I, that's what it says here. It used to be the Indians. Yeah, the Indians. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I, 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 I have to believe that... Right, that Tobias Forge has never thrown a baseball in his no. life. And <laughs> no, and they don't let you warm up either. Nope. They just hand you the ball and say, "Here you go." So we will see. All right, uh, and that is what I have in music news. Okay, so I've gotten word the guys are in Winslow, Arizona. <gasps> so should we come back and wrap it with them? I th- I think so. I yeah. think that's what yeah. we're going to need to do. So they've arrived. Casey and his big adventure and company are at Winslow, Arizona, which was their destination for the morning. So we will get them on the corner and see how things are feeling for them. There's no way that I thought it was going to go like this. Like, they've pretty much stayed on schedule. They've hit everything. And, Kathy, they're they're right in the heart of everything. I, I can see on the tracker. They're right, right there. They're getting up crazy early. I mean, yeah. I, I thought that that just wouldn't happen. Oh, even, I, I was thinking, like, traffic or, like, a clo- road yeah. closure or just anything. They're yeah. benefiting from the fact that they got the areas that they're going to are sort of bereft of rush hour you know, yeah, yeah. and they're really, really early on the yeah. road too. So, right. all right, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second, wrap up the show, and find out how the guys are doing. Stay with us. We'll return in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app, or go to WMMR.com. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Preston and Steve on WMMR. No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing the daily letter thing, no. No. Oh, no. Okay. Try it again. 93.3 WMMR. All right, here we go. Uh, it is 1040, the President's Steve Show. We'll do the, the letter of the day here in a moment or two. Uh, but we have other business handle. Marissa had, like, my intro for the guys because that's what we're going to do next. And we're going to check in with Casey and the big adventure that's taking place um, all through the week. And we wrap it up tomorrow, which I can't believe already. But we need to go one more time for the morning and see how these guys are doing. The Preston and Steve Show bring you another check-in on Casey's Big Adventure on MMR. And the goal this morning, I'll get it by tomorrow. Listen, uh, all great. The goal this morning is to end up in Winslow, Arizona to stand on that famous corner. That is now famous. I mean, you know, it was sung about a long time ago, and then uh, they designated the corner in Winslow, Arizona uh, for the Eagles song, obviously, this one right here. Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight Let's see. go now and see how things are going. Uh, can you bring up the Zoom video? And uh, we have Casey and Jackie and Kyle oh, who are there yeah. right now. Hey, guys. And we are standing on a corner <laughs> in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. We got three cool dudes in a Subaru, and we're talking to Preston and Steve. And there it is, yes. Hey. 
You are there. This has got to be like the Rocky, like the art museum steps for Rocky tourists that come in from out of town. Whoever works right around this has to have people singing that all the time, I would imagine. So how is is the town of Winslow, Arizona, man? Well, I'll tell you what. This corner of Winslow, Arizona is kind of like the only thing going on here. I saw, I did see a Sonic on the way down here. Okay. uh, well, behind you, to, to describe, I'm, cool. so, I'm sorry to jump in, Case, but to describe the, the corner behind you, people aren't watching on our, our uh, YouTube stream, uh, there's a, a mural, and it says Winslow, Arizona, and they have a uh, a flatbed Ford. It's kind of covered up a little bit, but uh, to represent the song, you know, there's a girl, my lord, and a flatbed Ford slowing down to take a look at me, and they've got it as if it's a reflection in the window, and right next to a, uh, a Glen Fry bronze statue. Now, this one is Jackson Brown. Oh, Jackson, Jackson Brown's Br- the one who wrote that song. Yes, right? he did. And then on the other corner over here, Preston, is Glenn Fry. There's the guy. Nice. Oh, they went with the long hair version of Glenn Fry. Uh, Interesting. I guess that's the, about the time that it was written, true yeah. to that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you were talking about flatbed forts. Well, oh, my God. Oh. So they and actually they keep an actual <laughs> flatbed fort there, Case? Yeah, and it always stays here. And the other cool thing is they have uh, bumper stickers here, and it just so happens that I got an MMR bumper sticker. Ah. This yeah, the whole thing's on this littered with board. bumper stickers. So. I don't want to cover up anything. No, yeah, you know? I know what you mean, but uh, you might have to. Maybe it's kind of like the-, the Cadillac Ranch, you know, where you just spray paint over everything, and it, it ends up go. getting spray painted over. So oh, All right, he's, he's- I can do this. Uh, there you go. Nice, Case. That looks great. Yeah. Excellent. So, and then I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll stick one on the other side or whatever. But uh, right. and then on the other corner of Winslow, Arizona, is uh, I mean they have a um, a cool little uh, like a, a souvenir shop that's called Standing on the Corner of Winslow, Arizona. And outside of that, they have speakers that are playing the Eagles, uh, <laughs> nothing but the Eagles. Wait. Uh, and uh, and then I, I want to and so. I'll get to this a little bit later on, but before I go any further, I want to hand this off to Jackie. And I well, want Jackie to, um, before to you go to Jackie, I just yeah. want to notice some people actually moseyed into the background mm-hmm. there, and I use that term because you probably say mosey when you're in yes. Winslow, Arizona, dude wearing a big cowboy hat. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to those people in a little bit. Oh, all uh, right, okay. There's okay. something right. else going on here that, uh, that I wasn't aware of. All right. Um, but here, Jackie, here, come over here. I want you to take the phone mm-hmm. and hold it like this okay. on, the, on this side, though. He's so you're not covering your... Uh, there you go. All okay. right. Now, if you want to introduce uh, these guys to um, to our, our guests, go ahead. So, Press, I heard that uh, I was going to have a surprise here. I thought it may be an ice cream cone, maybe Jimmy's. I see a mummer come down the corner. <gasps> Shut up. What? Oh! She's dressed oh, in mummer gear. I saw the mummers. I had to ask you a mummer what where you're from, and she says yes. Uh, tell everybody who you are and what club and uh, how you landed here. I'm a uh, Colleen Foster. My dad's really in the Uptown String Band, but I know Jackie was too, and I knew I had to strut with him here in the corner. So. And you and and you have some of your your dad's costume there with you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a full authentic mummer's costume. That is fantastic. Uh, Jackie, that is so cool to see a fellow mummer in Winslow, Arizona. I can't believe it. Preston Steve, they listen to you. Her parents listen to you each and every morning. Uh, She told me her and her husband have been living here about two years. Uh, Romano, you're getting extra. 
only Bucks County string band. Yes, so you're getting points, but she has a wall. He's not allowed to award points. You can answer. <laughs> only I do that. The only string down from Bucks County they represent, and but she's got a Wawa tumbler, so I told Casey Boy a couple points. Oh, well, listen. Ah, hey, nice. hey, guys, five points for Bucks County. Hey! Hey! We're doing it. We're definitely doing it. And yep. she's wearing an Eagle shirt, the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Wearing oh, one so of those awesome. Eagles font with the band Eagles on it, which is really funny. That's nice. Love and it. so is she the one yeah. that works in the ice cream shop that we heard about, Casey? Yes. yes. Yeah, she works over here at the, uh, it's bar. called the, the, the Sip Shop. And then right next to the Sip Shop is a is a, is a bar, like a brewery. Uh, Relic um, Road. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Relic Road is what that's called. So, Colleen, uh, you and I have been emailing for a little bit, and I know that you were real excited to have Jackie and Casey roll into town. Uh, tell the guys a little bit about, like, there's a there's a festival that happens for people standing on a corner in Windsor, Arizona, and, and is that happening this week? Is that correct? Yes, it's going to be happening tomorrow. It's uh, the Stand on the Corner Festival, and it's uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we'll, be, we'll be right there. Right there. Uh, that is so cool. I can't believe we have Mummer representation at the corner on that's Winslow, Arizona. Wild. Yeah. Nice. Uh, All right, so the other thing that's going on here, and you saw the people moseying on in the background, yeah. um, is uh, are there these people? Oh, here are these guys right here. I don't know who they are, but uh, but they're hey. riding across the country on their motorcycle, oh. and it's 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 called a Cannonball Chase. Okay, and uh, and so they left from Springfield, Illinois, and they're going to end up in Santa Monica. So that's kind of what uh, what's going on there. You guys aren't from Philadelphia, too, are you? Texas. They're from Texas. 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 Like Philadelphia. <laughs> so and Jackie wants me to introduce you to this guy. Hey, hey, what's your name? My name's Carson Condi uh, from Morrisville. About uh, oh. a month ago, did a like hell march over here and moved over here to hang out with Colleen and her husband. She's really good friends of mine. Oh, <laughs> and that's Colleen's husband. What's your name? Randy Foster. How you doing? Hey, good, Randy. Hey, Randy. Watch you every morning. What What do you guys What do you guys think of uh, of Winslow? I mean, uh, some of you have just been there, and some of you've been there for a couple of years. What do you guys think about that town? Absolutely love it. Yeah. Just so- Small town, great vibes. Nice. A lot of fun. I, I mean, you get, obviously, this Eagle song has, has brought tons of, of uh, tourism and, and commerce. Uh, you know, does, does it ever get to be a little too much of people coming into town, or is it just, just right? I'm sorry, what was that? Is it, it the, the tourists? Does it become too much, or is it just right? It's just right. They kind of hang around here and don't really go much at all. So. All right. Really yeah. yeah. That's nice. cool. So, so Casey, you guys are going to hang out there, obviously take some pictures, maybe meet some people, get some video, and, and so on. But uh, your uh, your trek for the day is not done. Where else do you have to go? We actually have a lot in store for today. So we're going to go grab some uh, breakfast and maybe some ice cream over at the Sip Shop. Um, and then we're going to hit the road. We're going to go to the Grand Canyon. And uh, oh. the Grand Canyon is only about a two, two-and-a-half-hour drive from here. We're going to go... Uh, you know, hang out up there. Jackie Bam Bam's never seen the Grand Canyon, so oh. I'm going to show him the Grand Canyon. I can't wait to see Jackie's yeah, reaction to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Who dug that? Evil is going to be there, too. Yeah. Oh, that Snake River case. Yeah, the Snake River Canyon's in, in Idaho? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think okay. so. Yeah, so. So you guys are going to make it there. The Snake River does go through the Grand Canyon, so we'll give Jackie a little latitude on that. Hey, a quick question, Case. Is it it raining there? Is it overcast? 
so it's funny. Like the only place it's rained in our whole car ride is a little bit in Pennsylvania and Arizona. Um, and we've been getting flash flood warnings, uh, you know, since ever since we got into Arizona. So uh, it's a little bit overcast, but hopefully the clouds will burn off in a little bit and, and we'll be on our way and we'll have a nice safe drive ahead of us. Okay. But where are you going to end up tonight? Where are you guys staying? So then from the Grand Canyon, we're going to shoot on over to Joshua Tree, and we're going to watch the sunset in Joshua Tree. Wow, and man. then we're going to end up in Palm Springs, and and I, I think Jackie's going to attempt to shave my body in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, can you, when you're in the Grand oh, Canyon, can you put some beans into a flashlight and have <laughs> Jackie get lost? That's a great idea. Yeah. Jackie! <laughs> Bobby! Casey! <laughs> Casey! Oh, my God. Where are you? I ate all my beans. You got, you got to play that thing when I fall off the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen. You guys did great it. today. You did wonderful. You made really good time. Uh, and fortunately, it'll give you a little latitude to get to those other spots that you want to check out. Uh, it's fantastic. that, uh, I, I, And you guys still seem... Wide awake, wide awake and raring to go, and you don't look wo- road weary at all. So you're clearly having a good time. We're having a great time. This has just been like a dream come true, and 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 a, and a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, you'll you'll check in with Brent and everybody else through the uh, the course of the day, and we will be uh, chatting with you guys tomorrow. And you know, the goal is to roll into Los Angeles by the end of our show. So you guys hang in there, stay safe, and have a great time today. All right. All right, as these guys strut through Winslow, Arizona. (laughs) There they go. Casey's Big Adventure continues as they uh, just... Mamas! They're just having such a great time. They really are. I thought there'd be some element that's less than wonderful. It's all working. I'm so happy that it's going the way it is. We still have another day to go. Right. And they got to get through the next 24 hours or so for this to be complete. Three bodies in a burned Subaru no. on roadside. <laughs> so they're doing yeah. great. They're yeah. doing wonderful. And I'm uh, very, very happy that that's uh, awesome. are going that the way they are. Excellent. All right. Uh, in the meantime, Brett Porsche is here. Hey, good morning, everybody. And he's getting ready to uh, take the reins for a little while. You did check in with them yesterday, right? Yep, yep, okay. yep. yep. We, uh, I got a phone call from a guy named Bill. He's a mother trucker, and he used to go across country. And he's the one that suggested the gondola ride at the... <laughs> The, uh, gondola. <laughs> it's a gondola. Yeah. So I recorded the phone call and sent it over to Case, and that's what they did for their little date thing last night. That's great. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you're listening and you heard some of the stops on the way, like Joshua Tree and, and uh, Grand Canyon and so on, uh, get in touch and let us know. By the way, does the Snake River go through Grand Canyon? No, Colorado River. Colorado River goes through Snake Canyon. Or, that's all right. No, it goes through the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon has snakes. The Grand Canyon does have snakes. Yeah. I've been there. So Definitely right. lizards. I saw lots of right. lizards there. <laughs> But anyway, I, yeah, as I said that, I'm like, wait, it I, doesn't think, matter. I think I got that wrong. The Amazon um, goes through the Grand Canyon. For all we know. Yeah. It does. All right, so uh, shall we do the letter of the day? Let's go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter D as in Destination L.A. And we have one more letter to go before we have a word tomorrow. $500 from the Bagster is what we're giving away. The Bagster. The Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. Go buy it at any home improvement store, fill it, and then simply schedule your collection, and it's gone. 
Clean it up with the bagster. Dumpster in a bag. So we got a Thursday. What's going on today? Yes, sir. So a little bit later on today, of course, we switch over to fall. So we're going to be doing some fall songs, part of the workforce blocks. Got some listener emails to get to today, including a block of System of a Down. And uh, this weekend marks the anniversary of the Dazed and Confused movie. So wow. one of the greatest soundtracks yeah. ever for a movie. So we're going to be hitting that as well. Awesome. Uh, we got Killers tickets for Tuesday. Another shot at $1,000, part of our Yoo-Hoo Loot contest. Mm. Uh, we're going to be checking in with Casey and his big adventure and the coffee. Breaks coming up. Busy. Brent's got you covered. Let me thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Shows, brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, the official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeezed. And brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, coming soon to Fairless Hills tomorrow on our program. All right, who is uh, Hari Handakari? He is uh, a comedian. Yes. And I, I can't. We'll get it by tomorrow. Yeah. Can't. Canterbury. That's it. Hari Canterbury Tales. Uh, will be joining us. And we're going to have live music, a performance in the studio. Larkin Poe. Excellent. Will be here. And that should be a lot of fun as the guys are pulling into L.A. So that's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. 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 The traditional medical system doesn't allow doctors the necessary time to spend with each patient, and that's not the way it should be. At Partner MD, you'll have the one-on-one time you need with your doctor. Partner MD provides individualized care, medically advanced testing, and 24-7 access to care at a cost that's lower than you might think. Maybe it's time for a new tradition. Partner MD. It's better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com.